Extra! Extra! Somebody's getting married! Somebody's getting married? Hey! Somebody's getting married! Whoa! Somebody's getting married! Somebody's getting married! <laughs> somebody's getting married! Somebody's getting married! Somebody, 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 somebody,
um, which was weird when I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the reason I played that is because Angie and Randy got engaged this weekend. Yes, they did. That's that is fantastic. Stuff. I heard, though, that there is going to be a big fight um, whether as to whether the, the wedding is going to be uh, monkey-themed or My Little Pony-themed. My little so winged monkeys, I think, yes. is what we have to go with there. Yes. Yeah. So congratulations, guys. Fly! Fly! Uh, and I think we'll play some more uh, wedding or, or engagement type theme song music stuff for the, the break. The irony of which is hilarious. We are not uh, going to play White Wedding, <laughs> though, I'll tell you that. So um, Racism. But yes. Um, so I saw some movies this week. I, there was something else I wanted to say before we got into that, and I can't remember what it was, so it couldn't have been important. All right. Nope, I got nothing. Okay, so first off, yeah, um, I went to that um, that new theater in Marblehead. That's really nice. I'm not familiar it's called with Warwick. It. It's got like two auditoriums. The Warwick Davis. War- is well, everything everything three feet high? Three feet, three feet high. <laughs> yum yum, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> That's what they call the popcorn. <laughs> Give me the big tub of yum yum. <laughs> sounds like a menu item at a whorehouse so oh um, that'd be the yub nub <laughs> the, nub, <laughs> the yub nub rub so um so wow. i went to this theater and it was fucking awesome okay the theater is gorgeous how many the screens s- in this place two. Oh, good one has got like 60 seats the other one's got 40 so okay um, so it's like a large living room. Yeah, but it's I got to tell you, I walked into it. Like, the seats are great. There's probably about, from the edge of your seat to the seat in front of you, there's got to be about four to five feet. Yeah. Okay? They're leather. They're nice. They've got these little um, little tray table things that they're yeah. nice, though. They, like, swing, you know, from here. It kind of comes out like that. And, okay. You know, you can, so it's like this big kind of round thing. And yeah, yeah. It's, um... It's nice. It's you know, it's got some cup holder right in you know there. Okay. It was it was super comfortable. Good. Tickets were a little pricey, thirteen seventy five for the evening. Uh, for um, what? What'd you see? I saw Blue Jasmine. So first run Woody okay. Allen movie. All right. Uh, which was fucking fantastic. Right. Uh, it was it was really really great. You're gonna get there'll be three nominations for that. Okay. There'll be best actress. Who's uh, who's best in screen, it? Kate Blanchett. Ah. Uh, you know who was the real big surprise in that? Who was really, really good? Wait, let me guess. Um, Galifianakis. No, he wasn't in it. Louis oh. C.K. is in it, though. Oh, that's the mo- He's a scumbag in that no, movie, no, no, isn't no. he? No, he's act- no, he's oh, not. Because that's well, how he described he, himself. He kind of is. He's like, I'm the guy that everybody has a memory of because there's that one guy. He says, that's me in this movie. Yeah, I so. mean, theory, like, like, okay. if there was a real world thing, it'd be like, yeah, this guy's a dick. But okay. Louis did a great job. Um, it was uh, it was uh, he played kind of a nice guy, sweet guy, and then you find out he's not such a nice guy. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, Andrew Dice Clay, really, really, and it was not as himself, right? No, just, it was just a he was a dude. He was a character. He played huh. you know someone's ex husband, and he was good. Huh. I don't know if he'd be like best supporting actor good because none of the parts were really that. That good, would be amazing. That would be. I think that would be the biggest fucking victory. For, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
Because he did, he did obviously his stand-up stuff. Yeah. Right? And then he had The Adventures of Ford, Ford Fairlane, Fairlane, which was basically him in a movie as his character. Right. And then there was uh, Casual Sex, where he was just your average Jersey douchebag. He was basically Andrew Dice Clay yeah, in the movie. But he was like... he. He was no, come on. He he, played, he was he was less of dice than yeah normal. But he was very dice like this. Right, this you could kind of argue is an act. I know, in and of I itself, know that, so, I know that. But yeah. yeah, which is and it's a great act. Um, but he is, was yeah. he was really good. I was really really impressed. All right. All you know, right, and it good. wasn't even one of those like oh it's good for Andrew Dice Clay. It was right. a good performance for any actor. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, and it was a great movie. It's probably I would say it's one of Woody Allen's best. Kate Blanchett was fantastic. Huh. The way she sort of becomes unhinged and stuff. So, no, she was uh it was really really good. Nice. Um yeah, fantastic movie. Uh theater was beautiful. What was uh, on, what's on the other screen? I don't. I think they had one direction. Oh, okay. And okay. they're doing planes, like in the afternoon. Huh. I'm trying to think of what the other evening movie was. Uh, it might. I, I don't think it was Elysium. I, don't I still haven't seen that. If Elysium's there, I would go to a small screen. So, is, is is it digital? Yeah, it's all digital. Okay. Yeah, all digital. Both digital. Yeah. Well, that's all. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was really good. And then uh, last night I saw Kickass. Okay. Now we can we can talk we can about talk that. About we'll be yeah. a little spoilery so, for this, I think. Sorry, Bria. So, I saw Kickass without you. Well, I saw um, it without you. So the right. So the cycle moves. So on. we're even, and Bria gets screwed out of seeing Kickass. Pretty so. much, yeah. But by now she's probably fallen asleep. So um, <laughs> she listens to our podcast to go to sleep, which is a little offensive, actually. Hey, at um, least she listens. I got to tell you, yeah. Um, I liked. All right, uh, is it has it been out long enough that we can throw out some spoilers? Well, if we give a warning, right? Spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll yeah, okay. For the next 5 minutes. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, you know, we should Yeah, so, fuck it. All right. <laughs> so, um I was really impressed. I was glad that they killed people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When his dad gets killed, good. I'm I mean not yay, the fucker's dead, but it didn't do this whole Oh, here's a loved one in jeopardy. Let's right. go save him because that happened in the last movie. True, you know? true. Um, but Nick Cage died in the last one. I, I know, would... but that was sort of like a, you know, like at, at the end, a big kind of. This was sort of a... no, but that that was something that like you could actually see him coming back, you know, because it's quote unquote superhero right. stuff. But he died. He's dead. He is not coming back. Right. The only picture there was a photo of him, and that was it. it was yeah. there wasn't even flashback yeah. stuff. I was kind of impressed with no, that. That was that was good. He was dead. He stayed dead. Yeah. Um, Chloe had a lot of cool uh, acting stuff to do. That's her name, huh? Is it, it is Chloe. Mur- what the fuck, really? Because I just refer to her as Hit Girl. Oh my Chloe god, Chloe Moretz, right? Yeah, but I want to. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, she did. Uh, she did a great job because yeah. she had to kind of act. You know, the, the only thing that I didn't like about it, and it has nothing to do with the movie itself. It has to do with other projects she's chosen. Um, she there was a little, and it's only because she's in this other movie. It made me think of it. She was a little Carrie. Yeah, in this, and that I think is just in what's considered what would be called an unfortunate circumstance yes in fact there's part of me that kind of wish they had like 
made a little dig, yeah. a little Carrie comment or something yep. because yep. she's in Carrie coming up. Like, which like, looks great, like which I'll something see. Something like, like next time you'll be the one covered in blood, bitch. Yeah, you know, something like that. Just because yeah. uh, that would have been... It's it's that kind of movie where you could yeah. make that kind of reference and it would be it would be funny, right? You know, if in Carrie, they make a Hit Girl reference, I think that would be all you got to do is throw a kickass poster somewhere. That's all. Yeah, um, I I will say though that um, they played the the team fitting in thing pretty well. I thought it I thought it worked because it was it was two separate movies. It was the the high school drama um, with incredibly foul language. And um, then the kick-ass superhero movie around it. And it was interesting because unlike the first one, this one really grounded you in the fact that they're young and yeah. very vulnerable. Yeah, and this one this one was, was, was characters. Yeah. What this movie was, it was a really good Mystery Men and yes. um, a female Spider-Man 2. Yeah, there was a, there was a Spider-Man feel to it. Yeah giving up the power kind of thing yeah exactly and, and all that and, and, and um, wanting it back I, I i i'm sort of torn because i would have liked to see more hit girl because i love seeing hit yes. girl she's awesome she's a great character she's a yeah. total badass and i love her fight scenes and i kind of feel though too that she's kind of like that samurai or that ninja or that bounty hunter that like the more you get you know it's like oh uh, well, I don't want to see Boba as a little boy, you know, like, like I'm in the armor, you know, that yeah. kind of the Patton Oswalt thing. But like when she comes back, it's the triumphant, yeah. like, and and you're ready because she's not even in the costume. Yeah, when she goes and and, and the, that, when she's on the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's what I really liked was, um, well, well, what I started to say is that I really like seeing all the Hit Girl stuff. And my sort of disappointment that there's not as much of it is sort of dialed back because the scenes where she was just being the girl and going mm. through all that stuff were good. You yeah. know, I liked yeah. her not Hit Girl story. I thought yeah. it was good. It was fine because she she's sort of dealing with a lot of bullshit, that stuff at home and like. Being hit girl, not being hit girl, and then just usual mean girls shit. Well, that's the funny you know? part of the whole thing is that she can handle six, you know, drug dealers with Uzis. Yeah, but she can't handle a blonde. She bitch. can't handle three girls. Yeah. in a social situation, and it's really it, it. It could. I mean, if they wanted to get real deep and heavy into it, they could talk about you know how people are raised, and that's what the the stepfather, stepfather, yeah, adoptive father, yeah. uncle, guardian. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, guardian. Um, that's kind of what he was going for was like you're not that person anymore he destroyed your childhood and she doesn't want to accept that and ultimately right. doesn't but but it is who she is yeah i would yeah. be really really interested to see i want another i want another hit girl i want a hit girl movie mm. i have to say though my favorite part of the whole movie of the whole movie was the, just over the top absolutely over the top when Mother Russia is taking out the cops. Oh, that was fucking... Just one after another, after another, after another. The fucking lawnmower. She does not give a shit at not all. Not at all. And uh, this is my job. I'm going to fucking yeah. kill you. Yeah. Why is he backing up? What's with the lawnmower? <laughs> that was just... That was so, like, uncomfortable, but, like, badass action. Because yeah. this is... This is... 
basically a supervillain that's murdering cops in broad daylight in yeah. like Edward Scissorhands' neighborhood. Yeah, and it was it was really strange. I like how um, the the bad guy gets his costume and changes it around and 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 does that whole thing with the mask. Oh, when he and becomes everything. A motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, he's an idiot. He truly is an idiot. Yeah. But there was there was even some some good development and and like empathy for the bad guys a little, not necessarily the main bad guy or his group of supervillains, but um, what's his face? Like Osamo's character. Yeah, it's like oh well, your life sucks because you're stuck with this guy. Yeah, and then he dies horribly. Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff when I was when I was younger when I was like twelve years old like mob stuff like yeah. that where like you can't trust anybody in the fucking yeah. room with you used to scare the shit out of me. That's why I don't leave my house. I'm like <laughs> and I'm nice to everybody. I don't want to be stabbed in the throat with a pen. Call me crazy. But that's one of the things that actually I liked about the movie. I mean, there's a there's a an important character because he's important. He's the Alfred, basically. He's the bad guy's Alfred. Yeah. And I thought that was yeah. a great analogy. Okay. But he's important to motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Emotionally. And, yeah. 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 And he gets killed. Kickass's dad gets killed. Yeah. He's, okay? he's like. Who else got killed? There was somebody. There was. The killed. mom. The mom gets killed. Well, she didn't matter. To him, though. Yeah. She did. That was the last family. He said he hated her, but he really right. didn't, obviously. But like peop- uh, but her death was more comic than anything else. But it, but that's what turned him. That's what finally yeah, exactly. turned him. Uh, uh, but I, but he's he's like a supervillain Batman. The yeah. way the way he was created. Yeah. Very interesting. But um I, I liked it. it I, I liked it. I liked the series. I'd like to see one more. What would be awesome? And I know that it'll never happen. I would love to see like an HBO series or something mm. like that with yeah. Hit Girl. Yeah. Like a weekly kind of thing. Yeah, I could see that. You know, because right now, I mean, Jesus Christ, she's driving away on the motorcycle. I could almost hear the sad Hulk music. <laughs> uh, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. I heard, um, what's his face there? The main dude. I forget the actor's name. Yeah. They, he was. They were talking about making him Quicksilver in the next X Men movie. Oh yeah, which is, that's not too bad. So good for him. Yeah. yeah. But I was just like, God damn, that kid just keeps getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, when you look at it, he pretty much lost almost every fight he was in. Yeah, except the one that mattered. Yeah, the glass broke underneath, motherfucker. So he didn't really win that fight. No. Did you Did you stay all the way through? Yeah, the I end? did. Okay, I did. Right, I thought we'll that just... was well done. Yeah, I figured there was something. If not, well, I was in no stacking in the rush. chat um, a little while ago. Said that um, he thought that Jim Carrey was good. I like Jim Carrey in that. Yeah, and oh, that was the other kind of quote unquote surprise death. Yeah, yeah, that he died. That was kind of like, brutal. Shit. Yeah, exactly. And and then I'm looking at these these characters like Mother Russia is like unfucking forgiving. Yeah, right. And and <laughs> do you want me to kill dog? <laughs> no <laughs> I know he's just like who do you think we are yeah. we're, not, we're not monsters and I was wondering because the dogs barking the whole time and it's like one of those things where it's like obviously they're going to reference it or do something you'll hear a yelp and then quiet yeah. or something and like I wonder how they're going to handle this because he's motherfucker's not 
a cold-blooded killer. Right. He is like he wants kickass. He's focused. He, he's like every Batman villain. He yeah, it's like okay, Venom. He's Venom basically in a Spider-Man movie, in a comic book, not movie, yeah. comic book. Venom is my only enemy is Peter Parker. If right. it wasn't for Peter Parker and Spider-Man, I could be a hero with this suit because he could be. Yeah, but he decides to go the other way. But yeah, that's his one. It was it was interesting. It was it was good. I'd probably I'd probably give it like a. B B minus. Yeah, I'd give it a B minus. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I liked I liked the group of characters. I love Donald Faison. Yeah, he, he was, was good. It was ridiculous. good to see him. Yeah. And I'll tell you, they weren't as Dr. Gravity. That was yeah. the thing, right? <laughs> but they and they weren't as fucking goofball loserish as you thought they'd be. No, there and was a little empathy. seeing his buddy there, yeah. you know, being like, Hey, it was like that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there there was a there was a little bit like with the with the parents why oh, yeah. why they're doing it and stuff. It was it was, it was a little bit pulling on the heartstrings yeah. there a little bit. It was it was it was all right. Uh what else did I watch? Uh, I think that's it. I'm all caught up on the newsroom. Oh yeah. The last episode I ended. Watch that. And I was like <gasps> oh, I never fuck! did I ever give you the link? Did I ever tell you that website that it's got like all those TV shows? Nope. Nope, not yet. All right, I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll, yeah. So, uh, where are we for time? We I don't know. Let me let me call this up here and see. Right. What we so, got. no more spoilers going on there. So, yeah. Oh, we're only at twenty-one, and uh, the okay. intro was like four minutes long. Anyway. Yeah. So. All right. Um, oh, you know what? I watched Jerusalem three times. Why? Well, because that's it's premiering at our theater, world okay. premiere. The yeah. director and uh, I I don't know the titles of the other two people, three people that were there tonight. But uh, they watched. We have two prints because one of them was something in the lab. It wasn't yeah. as clean as it could be. Uh, development or sand right. or something. I don't know. So we have two prints. They compared each one. There's a lot of sand one. in this. Well, I mean, it shouldn't get in the camera, right? Um, so they compared those. I, I ran both of them. They wanted a couple of changes, like boost this part of the sound. So you met the director? Kind of I No, they yeah. didn't come and talk to me. My my, I was the film monkey. I just started shit. Tomorrow, I am hoping to like shake a couple of hands, meet a couple of people. Because cool. tomorrow's the press screening. Yeah, big like like you can actually buy tickets. Probably sold out now, but like big world premiere kind nice. of thing. And That's awesome. It was kind of weird. It's it's really weird. All right, it's incredibly weird to start a show after hours for the person that made the movie. Yeah, and then to hear strange. to hear them through the house mic say, "I've never actually seen this in a theater yet." I'm like, yeah, I can understand that though. Oh yeah, but that's fucking weird. Yeah. So, yeah, and so a print came in. It was all sonic spliced. It came from uh, whoever put it, whoever whoever developed the, the, you know, made the print. I don't know who it was because I didn't pay attention. Um, so we ran that one, and then. Uh, because that one had some anomalies in the in the printing process, we got another one that I had to build, and I had to build it yesterday. And I don't know if you were on Facebook at I all. I saw a little I bit. I was of putting that. up some yeah. pictures. Four hours. Jesus. Seventeen reels. Wow. Yeah, and each reel crawls onto the platter. Oh, it's horrible. So it's about forty-four minutes, and between splicing the reels and 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 putting it on the platter, it took four hours. But 
four hours well spent because like I would clean the frame, you know, splice it because it's a zigzag splice. You got to make sure it sits all flat, right. all that stuff. And it, it was uh, so we ran it. The one that we're going to actually use for the premiere is the one I built, nice. not the one that came assembled. So that actually. If my boss is listening, it makes me feel good that all the work I put into it is the one that we are going to run. That's awesome. It, it, it's it's better that way right. than if it's like we're going to keep the other one apparently as a backup for a little bit because it's it's not in good enough condition to send to another theater. Yeah. So, but that one, like we got a replacement. We didn't get a replacement reel. We got a replacement scene. Okay. Here's how this works. You have never seen Attack of the Clones. Okay. Okay, just pretend that happened. Didn't happen, actually, right? And I said, okay, I need you to replace the shot of Slave One landing on Geonosis. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) It's in real four. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My shot was to replace the shot of the Jordan River. I found it. I replaced it. You can't even tell there's a splice there. So I'm pretty happy with nice, that. Nice. Good job. I'm, I'm, I'm actually good at my job. Well, yeah. That's why they gave it to you. Did I, did I, did I, did I remember the show? Like back in June, it was after the show, and I said, you know what? It's been five years since I was fired from AMC, and I didn't even mention it. Yeah. But when I get my business cards, and I think I should go and drop one of those in Braintree. Just like drop it on the floor. Just whoops, that fell out of my pocket. Yeah. yeah whatever. Leave it at guest services. Whatever. Because I actually do know what I'm doing. <laughs> Some guy came by, left this card, and said, go fuck yourself. He says, he says roll this up and smoke it. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> uh, what else? New iPhone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do that. Because... <laughs> All right. First of all, I was home because I was waiting for the print to be delivered uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday, the announcement? Yes. yes. I was waiting for the print to be delivered because there was no point in me going to work to suck up extra yeah. hours and sit there and twiddle yeah, my thumbs. Hold on a second. I'm going to go grab a glass. for a print. Okay. Because I'm going to share some of your wine. Well, why don't, I, um, why don't we do a break then? Okay, good, because I can um, pee too. Well, hold on. I'm going to do this and see what I can find here with this. So... Um, I have to type and talk because he left the room. So let's see what's going on here. And the computer's going to be slow and not give me what I want. That's fantastic. So I'm going to pick a song here and we will go to break as soon as I find something. I have no fucking idea. (laughs) I had all this stuff lined up and, uh, oh, here it is. All right. We'll be right back.
right. So there we had uh, the wedding from Beetlejuice, Danny Elfman's uh, composition, and uh, the other one was the wedding march from Flash Gordon, which. If my wife would have let me, we would have used at the wedding, but she just doesn't get that movie. She thinks it's a boring, long piece of crap, and she's kind of right, <laughs> but the soundtrack is awesome. So before we get to the iPhone, let yes. me tell you this quick story. So you know that uh, Ellen and I, um, because... Every year Christmas fucking breaks us in half financially. Yeah. We have been slowly accumulating Christmas presents from like May. And so like we have a bunch of Monster High stuff, a bunch of My Little Pony stuff. There's some clothes that probably won't fit them. But um, we were in the store the other day and there was a six pack of ponies and then one of the bad guy, bad girl, queen ponies. And I handed it to Nova, and she looked at it, and she's like, <gasps> like took this huge long breath, and she's Queen like, Queen ponies, and, and so she said, sounds like a ranking at like a cross dressing bar at the at the, at like the village people look like yeah. contest. Um, and she said, it's the cheese girl. Okay, let me explain. The cheese girl. The cheese girl. Uh, Queen Chrysalis in My Little Pony is a changeling pony fangs like raggedy wings, but her horn, her unicorn horn, has like Swiss cheese holes in it, so she looks like evil, and like there's cutouts on the on Sounds the legs. Really, and stuff. just that she looks unkempt. Yes, actually, yeah, real like natty looking hair and stuff. So they call her the Cheese Girl. So that's what we we call her. Or she was doing like indie rock in Seattle in the 90s. That is possible. That <laughs> Along with meth and heroin. Right. <laughs> um, and I said, but look who else is in the set. You know, there's a Princess Twilight. She's got the wings and the, and the, the unicorn horn. Um, and there's Lyra and Lyrica. And I said, who's that over there? And the two of them as loud as they could yelled Derpy! Because Derpy is this pony that's gray with yellow hair, has bubbles for a cutie mark. <laughs> And the animation was off on, like, one shot, and one eye was up, one eye was down, so she's got this burp face. I was going to say, Derpy kind of sounds like an offensive Saturday Night Live Well, Hasbro, uh, Hasbro does, does not appreciate Derpy. Um, the original voice was more derpish, derpy. if you will, uh, and then they changed it. Because um, she's kind of klutzy, so it's like one of those things, but, like... Uh, they call her Muffin, which I don't know if that's better or not, but it's not the word. It's it's a picture of a muffin. It's a little condescending. It's like, I don't get it. So she's derpy. Fuck them. It's derpy. Um, <laughs> um, I, I bought a vinyl derpy to like, so the girls, because, you know, they don't have any money. So it's like, obviously anything that yeah. will, they will give to us will come from us, right? So there's a vinyl derpy that I'll put in my office at work. It'll be like it'll be like a computer, a phone, and fucking derpy on my desk. And maintenance <laughs> guys come through all the time to fix stuff upstairs in the upper booth where the uh, what's called the stuff there, the you know the the machine stuff, yeah, uh, exhaust fans and, uh. and stuff like that are. Um, so we're in Toys R Us, and I, and I got the thing in the cart. And we have two car seats to give to my mom. And they already got their Halloween costumes. What are they going to be? Uh, Skeleta Cadavera from Monster High, who's uh, like a sugar skull, but mm-hmm. skeleton body, and like a Mexican Day of the Dead type dress. And Abby Abominable, who is the daughter of the uh, Abominable Snowman. Ripley does her voice, like Very almost cool. perfect. So all they want to do is try on the costumes. and it's Because they're going to school in costume. Yeah. Like, 
Um, so but they, they do the but costumes they, at school thing? Yeah, but they want parents to help out with the party. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to do, right? White shirt, black suit, black tie, sugar skull makeup, pompadour, sunglasses maybe, and uh, I will be Nova's father. Nice. Right, because she'll have the sugar skull yeah. makeup for the other one. I, and I have actually black skeleton gloves, so that'll be that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, that's cool. And I'll be the weirdo. <laughs> but that could be uh that could be that could be really fun. So we got all that in the cart and then we're looking at the Monster High stuff and I don't even know how I missed it. On the bottom shelf there's a there's one doll that's supposed to be out on Friday the 13th. She's in this in the 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 story, the the videos and movies that they do direct to video. She's a a pop singer who decides to like just stop and yeah. go to school. She's a black cat with pink hair and a pink dress and a microphone. Uh, Caddy Noir, because, you know, why not? And um, I found it, because I knew any new thing from Monster High, if you're not there when they put it on the shelf, yeah, fuck you, you're not it, yeah. getting it. Um, but I've managed to find everything that I think they would want. So I found and they, a whole case of them on the bottom shelf at Toys R Us, like eight deep. So I put one in the cart because I'm not an asshole. Yeah. One, and uh, I, I, and the girls are like, "What do you got in the cart?" I'm like, "Nothing. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> I said, "Well, I want to show mom this stuff because like, you know, damn, yeah. dad, dude, Chill. dude, calm down." Uh, and I'm like, "I just want to show mom this stuff, you know, because you know we may need Christmas at present ideas if if you know other people are asking, and then she yeah. can see it." I said, because somebody might pick it up and buy it before whatever. So um, I take the girls out to the car. Ellen goes and obviously buys them. Um, And she comes out and she's like, I couldn't get the cat. I'm like, why? Are we out of money? (laughs) She's like, no. When they scanned it, it came up with an alert on the register. I'm like, oh, okay. It's not ready for sale. There's a street date on it. Uh, because they should have a thing up that says come back on Friday the 13th yeah. to meet a new ghoul because girl ghoul right yeah. it's horrible fucking puns yeah. with Monster High um, but like Target had the signs up and everything and it's like it's like that's the street date for yeah. this character and I knew that when she said it I'm like okay what'd they do she said that when the manager told me the look on her face was like please don't punch me because <laughs> collectors like Barbie collectors, Monster High, like yeah, Star Wars, even Star Wars, shit. they can be real. Yeah. It's on the fucking shelf, and uh, and and she explained it. Ellen totally understands because she's been to Star Wars, you know, yeah. like Toys R Us midnight stuff with me and everything. And uh, she said, "Oh, is that not supposed to be out yet?" And you could, she said, you could see the manager like breathe this sigh of relief. Thank God she's not going to be a bitch. Right, because it could have gone one of two ways. Right. Come back Friday, they'll be on the shelf. Or what actually happened was, my name's whatever. Um, it's in the office. Ask nice. for it when you come in on Friday. She's holding it in the office for nice. it because Ellen was nice. That's very cool. See? Yeah. Yeah, if you, and that is, that is a hard, steady, fast rule of customer service. The nicer you are. The yep. better chance you will get. And what, what you have want. I? What have I been saying? What is my religion? Don't be an asshole. Exactly. It just works. Exactly. I've I've been it reading. I've works. been reading stuff because uh, like they're talking about oh customer service is the forgotten art. Blah blah blah. I, I don't think it is. I well, think it's, that it's, it's, it's neglected. Rare. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah. But what I think though, I think that um, 
and, and anybody like in customer service, you know, make an effort because it makes a fucking difference. All right, like it does. And when, have when, a when smile, I, you know. Yeah, like, expect the best from your customer, and then be disappointed or happily surprised. But I see, I see, you know, almost week to week, I see some, you know, there are a handful of people I see week to week, you know, coming in to see a movie. Mm-hmm. All right, you know. Along with the, hey, how you doing? What are you seeing today? Right. You know, just how about a, hey, nice to see you. Or, yeah. What are you guys seeing today? Or, hey, how'd you like whatever you saw last week? Yep. You know, you, you know yep. what I mean? Like little things like that. And it, I mean, think about how that would make you feel as a customer. Yes. I do it with the, uh, when, when I go get my lunch, I, I talk to the guys behind, you know, um, you know, because I don't like the fries that they, that they leave out because they get a little yeah. soggy. I ask for fries. You know, if I see them in, like, they've dumped them in the thing, yeah. in the drainer, I'll ask. And you can watch what, the fryer count down, you know, if you know where to look. The, the new guys that always show up, they ask what the tattoos are. So I yeah. talk to them a little bit because I got, I got time. If I'm down in the yeah. cafeteria, I have time. And then I'll, like, talk to the cashier and stuff and, like, make a joke and whatever. And instead of just, like, oh, this food's expensive. You know, shit, it's expensive. We all know that. I um and like most of the time, what they'll do is they'll forget to ask me if I'm a member. They'll they won't even look up, and they'll yeah. be like, "Are you a member?" I'll be like, "No, I work here." <laughs> and when I talk like that, they look up and they're like, "I didn't even I didn't even didn't look even up." Look. I'm like, "That's all right. I have days like that." And then it's like you know, breaks the ice, and like they have a smile, and it's like not my fucking job to do that yeah. to put a smile on people's faces. But I have that power. Well, I'll tell you, folks, you come into Starbucks, you know, you recognize people, you have a conversation, whatever. When I go into, like, a different Starbucks, people who know me, yeah. it makes a difference. Oh, yeah. You know, hey, Frank, how you doing? Yep. Just, you know, hey, what are you, you know, what are your numbers? And, yep. you know, you get, in the, you get in the ice today. You know what I mean? Yep. It really does. You know, it makes a difference. And it there was costs a, nothing. There was a time it. we were all walking out of the theater and a, and a group of women came in uh, very pretty women walked in and one of them said hi to me walking in and um i forget if it was ty or or george or somebody like like turned and said how do you know her like i'm not allowed to know attractive people or something right and i'm like oh she does my hair but like she doesn't have to talk to me outside of work or of of her work or anything but I was reading stuff about um, Apple support people, mm-hmm. the, whether it's in the Genius Bar or you contact them online or whatever. And by the way, Amazon, fucking top-notch customer service. Yeah. I have a, a Crimson Typhoon with two arms. Yeah. I have to say, though, that these, these figures right here, these uh, Pacific Rim figures, they look fantastic, but the joints fucking yeah. suck. Like... I can't tell you how many times my Crimson Typhoon has, has fallen down. That <laughs> sounds dirty. I know. Um, the Gypsy Danger falls over every now and then. Here's the sad thing. They look so good, I'm still going to buy Striker Eureka because I want them to make Cherno Alpha. And I know a lot of that shit just went over a lot of people's heads because yeah. it's all nonsense names. But I want the Russian one yeah. because it's the tallest, slowest one. <laughs> and Ellen is Russian. And like it, it's funny. Like I at one point had my hair dyed blonde, and I had a black goatee. And Ellen had blonde hair, and she, the Russians walked out. And she's like, "That's what we used to look like." <laughs> so it's like it was like that instant. Like okay, now that is definitely my favorite. Right. Like like group there. Um, but Apple support. I've uh, oh, and James says uh, 
Apple support is in the house. Yeah. Um, so we won't shit on them. <laughs> um, but they said that uh, depending on the person's attitude, this was just one person. Uh, it depends whether or not you go into the queue or you go, you know, whether they, they move your ticket along faster. Yeah. I always will walk in and either A, tell the truth. Or be as nice as possible if I'm ignorant of the situation. Yeah. Like, I was going to take my phone in because the home button just, you know, I had to push it like six times to get it to work. And then all of a sudden, it just really started to work well. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. But I was going to go in and be like, uh, this doesn't work. What can we, what can, yeah. I, what can I do about this? And if it was wait for an upgrade, all right, fine, I'll suffer through it. That's mm. not a problem. But Now, yeah. if you get great customer service, like yeah. at a restaurant or something like that, yeah. which, is, which is tough because... Oh yeah, Re- restaurants are tough. Um, wh- when you get good customer service, do do you say something? I say it like, through a tip. Okay. Or, like, we take our car to a place right down the street called Fast Track. Okay. And remember the green car that was sitting in our driveway? Yeah. We didn't drive it or anything. We started it up, drove it down there. It needed brakes. It needed the fluid yeah. replaced. Like all this stuff needed to be done. And um, they did it, and they made it drivable, and it cost like a third of what I would expect. Yeah. Went on Yelp, wrote a review. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll do that. Uh, and I tell people they're like, I need a place to take my car. There you go, right there. I will, especially with, with like restaurants and stuff, because it is not easy to wait tables. Uh, but if I get exceptional, exceptional like wait staff, I'll say something. Yeah, to manage on my way out. It's the hey. They kick ass because mm. as a as a manager and as someone who's gotten complaints and stuff like that. Oh yeah. For one thing, there's nothing worse than can I talk to a manager or when someone walks up to you and says, "Are it you kinda, a manager?" You, you get that thing. Your butt clenches you know? a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, and I just say, I just want to tell you, you know, so and so is fantastic. I you know right. I, I'm sure you hear your, your your fair share of complaints and stuff, but you know I want to give you a, a, a positive one and yeah. You know, so I haven't I haven't had the the customer service that is so good that I ha- that I talk to somebody. You must know when you go out with kids, I kind of judge it based on yeah, oh totally. And uh, I've read somewhere that like people say that's not fair to judge it based on that because some people aren't good with kids, and it's like it doesn't take that much to listen to their order, and if you don't understand what they say, you ask the parent. That's yeah. that's easy. Like or or like just we be... call we call mac and cheese cheesy noodles, yeah. right? So sh- the last time we were at the ninety nine or where you unos, I must said unos. What the fuck? <laughs> um, she said cheesy, and she had this look on her face like she's trying. What on the menu is? Yeah. is and Ellen, and Ellen said, "Oh, mac and cheese. That's just what we call." It. She's like, "Oh, okay, that's fine." But I like it when they they say, "Do you want to put their order in first? Do you want me to bring the drink with the meal? Yeah. Like, it just shows this level. They're that, sort like, of thinking you, about what's going to work best for you. Right, right. And um, there are some, there have been a bunch of servers that are great. Like, they will just talk to them. Yeah. And just talk and talk and talk. And that's fantastic. There's a couple that are, like, you know, just as nice as they need to be, which is fine. Yeah. And, you know. My my level of tipping would I would start at like, you know, five percent over what normal was, and that's that was my starting point. And like, if you refilled my drinks and like made sure that we were all set and all that stuff, it'd be like, okay, I'll I'll give you what twenty yeah. percent. That's fine. 
but we i i've i actually tipped somebody once like like half of what the check yeah. was because was so she great. was amazing yeah yeah um, yeah no and it's not easy work oh no it's definitely not so i always tip and uh, i remember a long time ago on the show we started talking about um you know do you tip at the um at the at the pickup like oh when someone brings shit out to you yeah but but not yeah because they have to they have to make it put it all together and stuff and you know like i've started um i'll write in like a like a like a a few dollars like at yeah. the pizza place cuz we always go there that kind of thing um i wrote a tip in when i brought in one of the girls with me and um I put her in the front seat. We drew, she drove in the front Ooh. seat. That was a huge deal. Totally illegal. Completely. But we drove... Uh, I know most accidents take place within six miles yeah, of your yeah. house, but not many people leave that six-mile radius, so it's a little whatever. <laughs> but it was um, it was, it was, was kind of late at night. There was no traffic on the street. Yeah. It was a quarter of a mile. I drove incredibly fucking slow and defensive. Um, but like, like we went in, and they asked her if she wanted a lollipop, and Ripley was good enough to say, can I take one from my sister, yeah. too? And she said, of course. So I'm like, okay, that's $3 added on there. Because yeah. it's like, you know, what do you tip the... It used to be like you tip the pizza guy like 2 bucks. I always tip the pizza guy $5. And Ellen's like, I'm going to fucking pay him from now on. Because <laughs> um, a lot of times the stuff would show up like 20 minutes later and cold. And we yeah. stopped going there. So, with, you know, you vote with your wallet. But, like, I will tip... Um, like at Outback, if I go pick up an order, yeah. and, and I'll I'll throw a little extra on there because it's tough for everybody. So if I can eat out, you know, it's like I don't go to the movies if I can't buy popcorn. Man, so my my view on it has kind of changed, but it's definitely a lot of it is based off how they are with my kids. I haven't had anybody combative or like refuse like flat out. Yeah, because I I think if you take a job serving. At Denny's, IHOP, Uno's, 99, right. Chili's, any of the the step above fast food yeah, restaurants. Yeah, middle of the road. Then that's part of your job. Yeah, definitely. I think, so. All right, on to Apple. Yeah, let's do that. Um, what did you see? What did you hear? I watched a live blog that was just the facts. It okay. wasn't somebody's dickhead asshole yeah. interpretation of it. It's like, oh, like we really need. It was like Mashable was like trying to be snarky. And I'm like, yeah. I want fucking information. Yeah. Not. So I, I don't know if I went to uh, Engadget or, or uh, Gizmodo or yeah. whoever. But it was just like bing, bang, boom. And it was. It was it was images to go along with it and like a slideshow yeah. along the top. So I'm like, all right, why the fuck they don't stream that presentation is beyond me. I don't know. This is this is the ad that Apple has every year. It's their biggest sales pitch, and they don't show it to people because they don't have to. Well, that it just I mean, I mean, pissed me off. Well, no, they don't. don't but they, they don't have to. And within hours, within hours, the 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 keynote was was on the website. But here's the thing: I was fucking busy then. I was available when they were doing it. I can watch um, the the video game expo shit that mm -hmm. they do. E three. I can watch a live coverage of that. I can't watch Apple talk about a fucking telephone. I, I don't know, man. It, that that part pissed me off. It's like you're 
one of two giant tech companies and you don't know how to like set up a Ustream I'm sure account. They know how to. I'm sure there are reasons why they didn't want to. Yeah. I know, I know. And I had we had a conversation online uh on the on the Facebook group about it. And I understand the reason. But come on. Anyway. Yeah. What are your thoughts on what you saw? Well, I'm gonna upgrade because I have a four. I don't have a four yeah. S. I don't have a five. I don't have a So I you'll a do four. the fingerprint scanner? Yeah. Good, because yeah. I want to see how that works. Okay. I think that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see. I'm, uh... it, did it look, because I haven't watched the keynote. I haven't okay. seen anything. Did it look like it was? It took at least as long as, if not a shorter amount of time, than putting in four I digits? don't know. I, all I saw was that there's a, a stainless steel ring. Yeah. There's a, a lens. There's a sensor. So it knows when your finger's on there. It can store multiple fingerprints for multiple users, which is good. Because uh, Ellen and I have the same password on our phones because yeah. I may need to use hers and that kind of shit. So I, I, don't, right. you know, I don't have any shit that I'm hiding. Um, so you can actually pay for purchases with the fingerprint. Yeah, what like it said. That's kind of neat. That's yeah. kind of cool. Um, so that's that's good, but uh, is it also going to have a password too? You probably yeah, it's probably an optional sort of thing. That'll be good, you know, because be some good. people will be paranoid about is my fingerprint going to the NSA? Well, they actually said that it's stored on the phone; it's not uploaded anywhere. It's it's a security measure on the phone, and that's it right yeah. there. So that's fine. Uh, the the there's two LEDs to give you a truer color yeah. for the uh, for the, uh, the flash for the camera. Um, massive processor inside the thing um but like i have a smaller screen a lot of apps don't work so well it's been a little quirky lately yeah that's the thing i think that with the lower with the 5c now with the color one which is basically the same as the five that i have now but it's got a plastic body it's got a plastic body and uh, so why i'm confused it's got a plastic body, not the machined aluminum. Right. But it's basically the same thing. Is there any difference? Um, I think it's got all the same guts. So the 5C is replacing the 5? Yeah. So that there, okay. but there's something that's a little bit better or faster. Oh, you know what it is? The front-facing camera is better. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that definitely needed an improvement. Yeah. So that's better. So that's so that's that's cool. And I can see yeah. why they would do it. It's only 100 bucks. Yeah, which is which makes sense. I would. I I really wish though with the five C, you know, with it being cheaper, because obviously the C stands for yeah. cheap, not color, uh, <laughs> or China. Yeah, I I would like to see reduced cell plans. No, that's not up to Apple. I know. For so, how long though? That's that's the question. I don't think Apple needs to buy us be a cell phone company. No, I did read the Verizon uh, bought shares that another company held of them so now they're their own entity yeah they are not like there was a british i want to say qualcomm but it's probably not yeah. uh, so they are their own they don't have any i don't know i don't know if that's going to affect prices or anything like that but um i got the phone in 2011 i'm eligible for an upgrade if i have the money i'll do it yeah. because 
for work and and downloading because I'll be in the 3D theater and I'll need to download a um, a manual for yeah. whatever projector we have in there at the time and it takes forever yeah. on the oh on yeah the, the speed phone. bump you're gonna notice will be enormous yeah. you're gonna be blown away I do like the FaceTime anywhere I can't do that on mine yeah Ellen I can, can and that. I gotta tell you it's 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 really cool it's yeah. it's really neat I really yeah. like that um, because I can FaceTime with like Lily. She'll be at home, and th- there have been times I've just been, like, on the road. Nice. You know? Nice. I'm uh, hoping. <sighs> Excuse me. I'm hoping I can keep my unlimited data when I, when I re-up. If not, whatever. You probably uh, fits grandfather. I'm on, I'm on Wi-Fi 75% of the yeah. time, so... I just I just won't listen to Pandora on the way home. I mean, well, you're gonna have iTunes deal. Radio. That I mean, like yeah, I, okay. I didn't I, see anything about that. What is the deal with that? Do you know? It's gonna be like Pandora. I heard it's like just not as good. That's I, all I, I read. Know. I don't. I didn't read that much about. It. I mean, I'm sure that if it's probably as good as you know Pandora's first or second iteration was, and that's just a matter of time. Yeah. You know, because I will probably use it. Th- is um, it I've is got, it just going to be music, or is it'll it? It'll probably be comedy and stuff like that. It'll probably be like I like, like Pandora. Only if like I have iTunes Match, and I know you don't because you've no. Got so explain explain that to me because no because I download I, I downloaded I downloaded a bunch of sh- I deleted, yeah, deleted a bunch of stuff just in case. So yeah, like so I'm under iTunes, the- if, if you don't like now, I listen. I, I get hit with ads on Pandora. Okay. I don't pay the thing. Right. Okay. You pay the thing. You it's don't get four dollars. Yeah. 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 You don't get hit with ads. If you and have seriously, I will use it for eight hours at work. Yeah. And if so. you have iTunes or the the iRadio, and you have iTunes Match, yeah. No ads. Okay. So what does Match do? Explain this to me again. Basically, it takes all your songs, throws them up into the cloud, uh-huh. so you don't have to store them on your phone. Okay. Um, and you stream them from the cloud? They or? No, when you get them, they'll come down and load onto your phone. Oh. All right? Um, but you're not, but you've got everything available to you. And again, with a faster, with a faster connection, you'll have 4G or LTE. It's going to be seamless. It'll be as though it's, it's on your phone. What, what about movies? Like stuff that I've downloaded from the Apple Store, you know, through that DVD, Blu-ray combo with the download that has nothing to do with match that's but no, it's but iTunes. it's in my iTunes. okay but i but i right? choose matches music okay that's, that's all, uh, yeah no well it's music but every if you buy something if you buy it should be called itunes music match because my itunes has tv and it has right movies. but if you've got something you know what I'm saying, though. I do know, uh, and I'm arguing to be arguing, right? But. So, but it doesn't because, well, I mean, the idea is that stuff that you've bought, yeah, through iTunes, right? Any type of media, any type of like video media and stuff like that, right? If you want it on your phone, I mean, it's in the cloud waiting for you. Like I said, I got that. It was like a a, a free start. I got the start yeah. the first Star Trek movie for nothing. Right. So I redeemed the free, you know. Um, code whatever through iTunes and right. it said do you want to download this to your phone now right, that's just what I leave mean. it in that's your account I mean. yeah. and I said just leave it in my account so okay. if I go into um, iTunes and I go to purchased it's all the movies that I have Right, that's fine that's there 
And when I want it, it'll come down on my phone. So, so you initially said no, but it, they are. Right. But what iTunes Match does is if you take a CD, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. It'll you know, take it and it'll even give you a better version. If there's a better quality, right, right. better sounding version, it'll be there. So, so it will do movies? I'm confused because I've had most but of this Because you're, 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 you're confusing like the the cloud in general with what iTunes Match will do. Okay. iTunes Match is matching your music collection. Okay. Okay? If you torrent a movie right. and throw it into your iTunes. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking okay. like I have a redemption code for iTunes for Captain America. Yeah. So I have that in iTunes right now. Okay. If you go to, and even right now it would work. It has nothing to do. iTunes match is not relevant. Okay. It's not part of that. It's just part of the iCloud. What do, you, what do I have to do? If you go into, have you redeemed that Captain America thing? Yeah, it's sitting in my iTunes. Okay. If you go into the iTunes store. Oh, in there? No, on your phone and okay. go to purchased, Captain America should be there. Okay. I've never opened it on here. Okay. So. But it should be there. All right, let's see. But it doesn't automatically. Okay, that's what the cloud is doing. iTunes matches music. I got you. Okay. So going back to iRadio, if you have iTunes match, which is 25 bucks a year, you're not going to get hit with ads. So if you're doing four bucks a month with Pandora, that's like 50 bucks a year. So with iTunes, with the iRadio, how much worse really is it going to be? Because if a media company makes a deal with Pandora, you know, sure as shit, they're going to make a deal with Apple. Yeah, it's probably already built into their uh, to their thing. It's gonna it's gonna be part of iOS seven. You look perplexed. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here. Let me see. Uh, where where is so if I, do, do I go, you go to go over yeah go so, to go to more yeah I'm in more right, tap it see. go to purchased oh I see okay all right I've never done this so I have no go idea. to movies okay holy shit there you go I had no fucking I can watch Sucker Punch every day huh. yeah so wow and what's really cool about like um, what's really really neat is, and it like if if you had Apple TV, and I know you don't. Right. What I kind of like is that I can be um, watching something on my phone, stop huh. watching it, go to um, very interesting. I think that I've gone to Apple TV, turned it on, and it'll pick up where I left off. Okay, okay. On my phone, I think it does that. I think I've experienced that, unless something else um but yeah but videos that have not gone through the apple store like anything that you i mean let's be honest anything any dvd that you rip and throw oh, yeah, on yeah, itunes yeah. anything like that that is not going to automatically right, end right. up on your phone so i had like uh captain america dark knight uh sucker punch the lorax kung fu panda you get all those from the DVDs. Oh, okay. you, you, oh, you redeem the, the code? The code yeah. yeah, I have to redeem a Questrier girl so the girls can then watch that on the iPod right. and take it wherever they want. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, iOS 7 is going to come out on the 18th. 
Yeah, so I can all try to break the internet next Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, next Wednesday. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till about four in the afternoon because that seems to work better for me. I'll probably do it here while <laughs> we're doing the show. <laughs> Wouldn't you have to be here till three in the morning though? Yeah, Don't yeah. they release it at midnight uh, California time? Or do they do it time like no, time it'll zone? Be, it'll probably be like in the morning, like ten in the morning on the eighteenth. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So by the time I get here, yeah. All right. So uh, colors for the phone. I'm gonna 5C. I'm gonna upgrade my to the five S. I'm gonna go black because yeah. I like the black. The gold is ugly as hell. I, I think there was a video I put it up actually on I Facebook. Saw Did it. you see that video? Yeah. The douchebags who are gonna be buying the gold iPhone. Yep. Yeah, it's ugly. I'm sorry. It's just cheesy looking and chintzy and fucking. It is douchey. But what can you? I mean, people people want it. People yeah, are going to no, have people, it. Yeah, good and thing. congratulations because definitely we will uh, we will be able to identify you. Yeah, no, most definitely. I uh, I um, I look forward to. Uh, I would buy because I don't think anybody would steal it. Randy, Randy asks me sucker punch every day. No, no, just pretty much the samurai fight. That would be okay every day. Uh, that actually, that part I actually showed the girls because, like, there's nothing in right. there that's like, you know, I'm like, hey, look at this. This is, you know, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of dropped the ball on the uh, the Harry Potter things. We were buying those thick, like, year one, year two things, and I didn't redeem the codes right away because, like, um, I wasn't watching them on the. I wasn't doing anything on the computer at the time, really, and uh, they expired. Oh, that's a bummer. That's too bad. And then they never put out year seven and eight, or, or year seven and eight and, and eight uh, in that big thick box set, which is, I hate when they fucking do that. It's like, yeah. oh, let's start this beautiful thing with cards and like little fake scrolls and shit. Oh, what's this little envelope that says seven and eight? Oh, wow. It's just J.K. Rowling <laughs> going, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah that's uh That was it that was for the yeah. announcements at the at the thing there was and, nothing but that's the thing else. there was nothing I mean that's it was there were no surprises there were so many leaks surrounding these phones like there was absolutely nothing that surprised me the only thing I, I didn't I, know yeah the only thing I didn't know was when they were going to release iOS 7 okay that's all I that's all I really wanted was the date the 18th, there was nothing that they came out with. And I, I guess from what I hear, there's going to be like Apple TV will have like an update okay. next week or so. I will admit during the conference, I did check to see if it was available like right while they were doing it because that wouldn't be unheard of. That would have been cool. There was no, there was no, I, I, I said I was very disappointed that um, there was no, oh, I left it at a bar, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, that didn't happen this time. What the fuck, people? I don't know, but there was also no uh, and one more thing. So yeah, like they said, did the Elvis no... Costello thing, and then it was like that was it. Yeah, I didn't even hear them talking about Apple Radio. That's why I didn't. Yeah, I mean, as part of iOS seven, they had mentioned it during at a WWDC. So okay, that I mean, it'll be there, and I, I, I it'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's not going to be too much on there. 
that Pandora doesn't already do. Or Spotify. Spotify has more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also found out that um, I, I don't know why it wouldn't work before, but um, through the Bluetooth, I can stream Pandora from my phone to the van. Yeah. So I can get rid of satellite radio. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. But it's going to eat up your data. But if you've got unlimited... If I have unlimited data, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, it'll matter when you hit three gigs, and then they'll slow you down. Oh, I don't I don't notice. I really don't. I, I don't even check it. Yeah, oh, I notice. I, before I had what we have, I, uh, I would notice a difference in, in video quality. Huh. They would definitely throttle you. But with what we have, we share 15 gigs among the phones. Okay. And um, they can't, like legally, they can't slow you down. Because they can't make yeah. it slow because you've paid for it. Right. So right. the unlimited, yeah, it's unlimited, but we didn't give you a a uh, a speed number. It's like uh, Comcast had their, uh, oh, 250 gig is your limit for the month. No, fuck you. That, yeah. That's my answer to that. It's like, uh, I paid for internet, not a certain amount of internet. Because, you know, if I'm producing video to put on YouTube right. or I'm uploading and downloading podcasts all the time or fuck if I'm torrenting movies because really that's what it came down to. It's like we wanted to we want to prevent people from downloading stuff. It's like well then I'm only going to download what I really want. Yeah. Every episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> but like I went over. I went over 250 gig a few times. Man. They don't do shit. Hmm. And then they finally got rid of it because, you know, it's a little iffy with the uh, throttling and, you know, because the contract isn't you're going to pay for this much in a month. It's I'm paying for access to the Internet. Because all they're really going to do is go, hey. Yeah. 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 We watched. What did we? We did watch something the other. Oh, Eleanor to watch the incredible Burt Wonderstone. That was all right. I like Alan Arkin. He's always funny. Yeah. Um, but there was something else. Oh, we, we watched a better copy of World War Z. I'm not even going to fucking lie anymore. We watched a better copy of World yeah. War Z. Did we talk about that last week? We did. Okay. I don't know what the fuck. Did we watch something else? Oh, I watched uh, Battlestar Galactica Blood and Chrome. Was that like the war? It was Adama as like a 22-year-old. Okay. Why the fuck sci-fi didn't pick that up for a series? I have no, really? absolutely no so it was clue. Like a miniseries, or a, it was a pilot. A Basically, it was like a pilot movie. And um, the Cylon Raiders are like the original design. The the, oh, really? the the base star in the first shot is the original design, but then later the base star is like an amalgamation of the two designs. Yeah, okay, and that's it's cool. like it's it was intense and it was good. And yeah, the CG might have been a little subpar, but some of the stuff in the back it was like it was like moving paintings in a way cuz I think it was done as a web series, I want to say. Maybe or that was the original intention. But for sci-fi not to pick this up, I mean Caprica was obviously an exercise in how not to make science fiction interesting. Yeah. Um but this from the first the first opening scene is Adama in a viper chasing down Cylon Raiders. And... Is that on Netflix? I have no idea. Um, so... 
he's chasing him around and he get his his uh his his uh windscreen or whatever you want to call it canopy that's the proper word mm-hmm. i guess gets damaged so cuz he's got the flight suit that's like pressurized he pops the canopy off and you hear his his uh the flight deck or whoever say you know radiation is going to kill you in 30 seconds and the countdown starts and he's trying to take the viper out but his cannons are jammed so he pulls a maverick and he pulls up and he's he's over it, but it's above him because he's upside down. And he pulls out his sidearm and fires at the engines and takes it out. That's and cool. then and then they spin around the the Viper and it disintegrates because it's a computer model and he's in training. And then he gets shipped off to his first assignment. That's it was cool. it was good. I really enjoyed it. And there was a there was a, a bunch of a. Uh, oh, where'd you find it? No, it's not it. Oh, I just accidentally tapped on something. But it's like it's like you can you could see him being the man that he thinks he should be, and then slowly becoming the man that you know he will be. Yeah, and all in that one pilot, and it was very interesting and and kind of tense because they really they, there's there's no relenting, and and then. There was one point in it where I was like, "Wait a minute, that stuff doesn't exist." And the and then they explain it. And I'm like, "Okay, I guess it does." Fuck it, it's been out long enough. <laughs> They're attacked by this giant like snake dragony thing, yeah. right? And I'm like, "There's no fucking aliens on this show. There's no creatures. There's no nothing." The Cylons are experimenting with cybernetic organisms, uh. and that's what they went with to test. And I'm like, "Okay." If they created it, that's fine. That's as if everyone in the show looks at the camera and go, yeah, yeah, we got this shit in this yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. They're, Carry I, on. I couldn't find a single thing that, like, you know, contradicted something else. And yeah. Colonel Ty or Ty, Saul yeah. Ty, not even introduced. Good. He's a dick. No, but, like, they were friends through the whole war. Yeah. That was the thing. Um and then the end just culminates in this, like, you can see that they are, like, 30 years away from the beginning of the, of the, of the miniseries. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was, it was good. You benefit more having watched the whole series, right. but you can watch that as a lead-in to yeah. the other miniseries. It was, it was, it was pretty impressive. So... That's the last thing we watched. <gasps> oh, yeah, because we were going to watch World's End, and then uh, that didn't happen. Yeah, I want to say I heard that was good. Yeah, well, since I'm not lying anymore, uh, the PlayStation 3 has this thing called Cinevia, or mm-hmm. however you pronounce it, and it analyzes the audio of what you're playing against okay. this library of audio of stuff in theaters. Right? Yeah. So if it notices, it won't let you play it. It mutes the audio. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't disconnect it because I got it hardwired to the computer. Here's how you get around that. The Xbox doesn't have that on it. So I have a program on the top here. I have uh, Because I got to trick the Mac, the, the PlayStation and the Xbox into thinking that this Mac is a PC. Uh, one called Connect 360, and the other is um, 
I forget what it's called, Media Link, but it's by a company called Null River. And uh, the PlayStation 3 one is free. The Xbox one is 20 bucks if you want to unlock more than 100 files. Bless. Oh, thank you. Um, so I paid to unlock it because it's like 20 bucks. It yeah. works like a charm. And anything that doesn't work on the PlayStation, I can stream through the Xbox. That's kind of cool. The Xbox is a little smoother. The PlayStation, depending on the, the bit rate and stuff, it can get a little stuttery, but it's yeah. not it's not overly um, distracting. Okay. So that's my illegal talk of the day. All right. We should take a break. Oh, yeah. We should do that. Uh, let's see what we got here. I'm going to play that other from that show that I said I was going to play a song from. It's uh, a minute and a half, so don't get comfortable. Oh, no. Okay. And uh, where'd it go? Uh, Shit, hold on. (laughs) I'm on top of stuff. I have breaks and stuff made, you know, but, you know, for the beginning and end. So here it is. None of this would have been possible without you, little sis. Love you, Twilight. Love you too, BBBFF. Ready to go? Oh, almost forgot. a great wedding. Oh, yeah? Just wait until you see what I have planned for the bachelor party. (laughs) I don't know. She can be kind of grudgy. Yeah, well. Um. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to go off of the chat to go to the uh, Facebook group here and uh, see what we got going on. Because I had a couple things. Oh, shit. You know what I had? I emailed myself. This is going to take forever. I emailed myself some links from work um, because I like to keep some stuff as a surprise for the show sometimes. Don't look how many I have. I haven't actually Um, been on this computer in a while to to do email. It drives me insane. So while we're doing that, First of all, I posted a compilation um, of trucks crashing into a bridge, which is some of the funniest shit I've seen. There's clearly a sign that says 11 foot 8 inches, and it's just 12 foot tall trucks crashing into it over and over and over again. And I swear to God, it's the funniest thing I saw. Like, how do you not... How, uh, how do you not know how tall your truck is? I can understand if it's a rental truck. 
that makes sense. But there's like, yeah, whatever. I know. Just watch it. It's pretty funny. Um, oh, where is my email? It all says yesterday. Is it after midnight? Oh, it is. How about that? So let's see. Why is all that shit coming up? If I type in show links and that was what I put in the email, fuck it, I don't really care. (laughs) That's how aggravated I am with just everything going on. (laughs) There it is. All right. So we're all fucking morons in Boston, apparently, because today, today, the Boston airport did a fire drill with fire on the runway, actual fire. It says here, if you thought crass commercial tributes to the September 11th attacks were ill-advised, your jaw will be on the floor when you read what Boston's Logan International Airport did today. today. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. A fire drill complete with actual smoke and flames. CBS News reports that the Massachusetts Port Authority conducted the drill this morning using smoke and live fire on the runway. Needless to say, this completely scared the shit out of scores of travelers who were probably already nervous about flying on 9-11. The airport promptly apologized on their Facebook page with the following. <clears throat> Massport apologizes for conducting the fire training exercise and understands that it may have offended many of those touched by the events of September 11th. Can I just point out the fact, fuck you, we're not offended. Those people were terrified yeah it's not offensive i think the word offensive needs to be removed from the vernacular yeah for 15 until for like we 15 know what it years means. so yeah because i've really been trying to think <laughs> literally or figuratively yes yes both right actually no literally because it fucking means both right uh, let's see. Safety and security is our top priority, and constant vigilance and readiness is critical, but the exercise should not have taken place on the anniversary of 9-11. Cue Nicholas Cage. The airport community recognizes the day with moments of silence, a service in the chapel, and a wreath at the 9-11 war. We don't give a shit what you do. <laughs> just don't fucking do that. Well, that's just them saying, we're good, we're nice, we're nice people, we're... Governor Deval Patrick rightly criticized the move when speaking to reporters today as well. It's just dumb. I mean, the timing could not be worse, he said. And let's be honest. That is the one time the phrase, the timing could not be worse, is actually appropriate. There is really no more appropriate time (laughs) to say, dude, really? (laughs) Did you think about this for even a second? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about that cock muncher right Alex there? Alex Jones is saying something about Obama and his elitists want to be cyborgs. Uh, like, really? Oh, and these bitches. Oh, yeah, let's talk about this. This is... They're, they're, they're going to have a special on BBC. and um, Or is it the BBC? I'm not sure. And uh, we are going to... Um, commentary that episode crazy can we do that can we commentary this episode can i read this headline yes teenage this is from the mail online but it's been in a bunch of other places too so teenage exorcists who say harry potter has corrupted the world head to britain armed with bibles and holy water to tackle 
hotbed of occult activity. Yeah. Okay? Now, these three just look absolutely ripe for just dumbassery all over the place. Yeah. I'm glad that they're pretty. I'm glad that they're devout or whatever the fuck. But are really, they girls, or are they brilliant? The, I hope I hope that they're brilliant. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. This I is think either, I think the redhead in the middle is brilliant. This is either really, really, really sad or really fucking awesome. Yeah. Let's play that video, shall we? Oh, have you listened video. to this? No. Oh I have not. Listen. Okay. Are you going to have any more of this? No, I'm good. Okay, hold on. Let me. I'm going to need all of this. I saw this, and I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. All I did was find this and think, they're from Arizona. Holy shit. Right. I said to check everything over there. All right, let's see what we got. No ads. No ads. Come on. Fingers crossed. There you go. Mr. Larson say before that London is kind of a centre for witchcraft. What's going on with that? Well, it, I think it's been centuries in the making, um, but I believe it all kind of came to a pinnacle, a peak, with all Harry Potter books that have come out and the Harry Potter rage that swept across England. The spells and things that you're reading in the Harry Potter books, those aren't just something that are made up. Those are actual spells. Those are things that came from witchcraft books. Harry is using this magic for good. So here we have the dangerous idea that you can use this magic for good or bad. When in reality, all magic is bad because you're getting your power from Satan. Ooh, is that the whole video? Because yeah. I can't take any more of that shit. I, okay. I want to find out. I really, really, really want to find out that they're just fucking around. Oh, they have to because be. Because otherwise, they have to be. Otherwise, it's just. Oh, I just want to. I just want to pat them on the head and say, "Oh, oh, honey. Oh, you're so pretty, but so fucking dumb." Yeah. So just go back, marry somebody, pump and out I, dumb babies, I, and just stop. I really do hate to be condescending, in, 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 like that, to 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 girls, but we're doing it for comedy. But it's like. Those spells are real? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, like, the the spell to rid a boggart where you say, ridiculous, that's a spell? No, it's a fucking word. I will be I will be honest. There have been times in my house when Olivia's been raging in her 13-year-old rage, okay, and I have waved an invisible wand and gone, ridiculous, <laughs> and she gives me a look that says, go fuck yourself, yeah. Dad, and turns around and walks away, and I'll look at Frank, and I'm like, he got rid of the beast, <laughs> and he'll just laugh. And Frank has invented a couple of spells himself. He's got, I don't know what it is, but he'll, like, get a wand, and he'll go, Dinolo! Nobody knows what the fuck it means. All right. You know? But, I like that one. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. So, um, what so. Did, what is. I saw something. It's there. 2013, right? The last Harry Potter movie was, what, two years ago? The books were. Well, what is that? Hold on. What is that? What? Something or. GC oh, I didn't have the. Or, I didn't no, have I'm the camera the... on. I didn't have the camera on. So. Oh, is that what they were talking about? The camera? Yeah. So I fixed that. Show us your boobs. Yeah. No, you don't want to see that. You don't want to see boobs. Um, 
So they are at least two years behind because everybody's kind of moved on from Harry Potter already. Yeah, it's all Hunger Games now. You know what? You you wanna you wanna you wanna try and take on something? Come to Salem. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I will meet you at the Bewitched statue, and we'll just walk around. Well, yeah, we'll go straight down Essex Street or whatever it is there. And you can stop. You can talk to Laurie Cabot. You can talk to anybody else that's there. And I will film the whole thing. And I will try not to laugh at you. What are they hoping to do? Let's actually find out because that really didn't tell us. All right. It says, they're stunning American teens with black belts and karate. Which, by the way, right off the bat. Okay. Fictional stories about fictional characters are bad for everybody, but an Eastern fighting style is okay. Because it's practical. How is that practical? I mean, who are they going to... Who's going to sweep their leg? Look at they're going to They're going to beat up... They, I am never going to meet these two and uh, three and say, oh, all right, I need you to paint my house. You got that, Daniel San? Anyway, let's see. Uh, and spend their weekends battling demons. No, they don't. No, it's not the plot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because mm, you said demons, not vampires. <laughs> God, I'm not going to make it through this. <laughs> this wholesome trio. And that's another thing. Just because you're religious, you're wholesome? I don't know. There are some freaks out there that go to church yeah there are <laughs> yep. yeah uh, and they've come to london with a suitcase full of bibles and holy water they forgot their clothes intent on banishing and... the capital's dark forces how do you say this name b-r-y-n-n-e is that bryn yeah bryn larson who's 18 and sisters tess and savannah shirking back aged 18 and 21, are determined to rescue London's youngsters from evil spirits, which they say are inviting to possess them by reciting the spells of the Harry Potter books. Now, I'm, I'm, I wonder, Larson, there was a dude with the last name of Larson that would do exorcisms over the phone, and he had a demon for every vice that you had. Like, oh... You like to pop pimples on your ass? Well, that's the demon of self-satisfaction, and like it was all kinds of weird you like shit. To pay for stupid services over the phone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do an exorcism. Exorcism. Uh, so I wonder. I wonder if she's related and she has realized what a fucking money maker exorcisms can be, because people are dumb. Um, let's see. The threesome from Arizona believe the spells in J.K. Rowling's best-selling fantasy series are real and dangerous. Which, by the way, in the years that the books have been out, because didn't the first one come out in like 99 or something? Yes. Like, the rise of, of magical spell use has, like, that's that's a fucking problem. These girl, that came out in 99. These girls are like, what, 18, 18, 19, 18 yeah. years old? So, you know, they were babies when this was big. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In fact, they see Britain as a hotbed of occult activity whose origins go back to pagan times. Savannah explains, It has been centuries in the making, but I leave it, but I, like she said in the video, but I believe it came to a pinnacle with the Harry Potter books. The spells you are reading about are not made up, adds Tess. They are real and come from witchcraft. Inspired by their religious faith, 
Bob Larson. That's the fucking That's guy. The guy yeah. That's the exact yeah. fucking guy. This That's is fake. This guy. is fake. It's bullshit because he is a charlatan. And so is his fucking daughter. That fucking guy. They are liars and they are money grubbing assholes. Yes, that fucking guy. Bob Larson. Uh, Bob let me... Larson, you're that fucking guy. You fucking guy. He calls himself a um, fucking he, guy. He 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 engages in spiritual warfare. I used to listen to him when we lived in New Hampshire because it really it was like all that was. Oh, he's lost some hair since that picture was taken. Whoa. Uh, let's see. Bob Larson, let's go controversy. There you go. Controversy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see how stuff works. Exorcism controversy. Speak of the devil. Bob Larson does reality TV. Uh, details real exorcisms. There's, but there's no fucking devils. I don't. Or if you believe David Cross, the devil is the worst fucking bad guy ever. <laughs> Have you heard him do his little thing about that? About what? Oh yeah, the oh, devil poking in the ass with my pitchfork. Yeah. Me uh, on his website, Bob Larson, an old woman or a little girl. <laughs> Bob Larson refers to himself as the world's most world's foremost expert on cults, the occult, and supernatural phenomenon. Yeah, yeah you would be hard pressed to find any Christian apologist, cult expert, or theologian familiar with these fields who would take those claims seriously. Bob Larson is known as a sensationalistic and deservedly controversial evangelist, notorious for attacking rock music, alleged demons, wallets, and critics. <laughs> you know, I think it's great that that makes it even funnier that wallets is not the last thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely, definitely. Statements made by Bob Larson should not be considered representative of mainstream Christian beliefs and or practices. The publishers of Apologetics Index advise Christians against getting involved with Larson and his ministry. Oh, these are some of his quotes? Um, no, maybe, maybe. Years. To many, he is the bad boy of Christian broadcasting, a cynical con artist exploiting gullible Christians. To many others, he is a courageous man of God fearlessly waging his own unique brand of spiritual warfare. Bob Larson is best known for his radio broadcast, Talk Back, and books like Dead Air and In the Name of Satan. His abrasive, sometimes belligerent style, ultra-conservative politics, and aggressive fundraising tactics have drawn both vociferous support and condemnation. Bob Larson Ministries has branched out into television, and now Larson is giving workshops with ads promoting him as, quote, the world's more foremost authority on the supernatural. Yeah, you know what? That's like having a degree in Star Wars. As his profile has increased, so have his critics. They have made a variety of damaging allegations involving financial fraud and adultery. Larson's soldiers on, supported by a loyal following. And you know what? This, you know, I, I was looking at my daughters the other day, and I, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and I said, my kids are, like, attractive, like, for their age. Like, obviously, they're not ugly kids, right? This guy might be a crazy money grubbing charlatan asshole. He made a good daughter. Yeah, I'll well, give him that. With uh, which he, he was responsible for half. Half, yeah, yeah. So the half is the crazy shit she's doing. At best, Larson. His daughter was conceived in some sort of weird pagan group <laughs> sex thing. <laughs> she's the she's the child of the fucking jizz of a thousand zealots. 
Wow. So like a weird. So she's the evangelical she's Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, exactly. <laughs> Larson critics have long questioned whether the exorcism he performs are real and suspected that. What do you that- mean questioned it? There's no fucking thing as God or demons or any of this bullshit, yeah. so they don't fucking work. Yeah. And suspected that Mark's person set up to fake the whole thing were employed. You know what? You get more. You can do more to change a person's behavior by giving them a fucking mint, okay? <laughs> than you are by exorcising them. Mm. Give them a mint, a pat on the back. Here's interest. Here's something interesting. Some pointing to Larson's book of cults, or currently Larson's new book of cults, think Larson is a cult expert. He certainly considers himself to be one. The meta quote description tag on his website reads: "Bob Larson is the foremost authority of a cult, cults, and the supernatural." It used to read: "Bob Larson, the world's foremost Christian authority on cults and the occult." That's interesting. That's an interesting but change. A burning bush told them to cease and desist. Yeah, well, you know what? There's a cream available for that. Ah, boy. It should be noted that the information in Larson's book was provided by two researchers in the Christian Research Institute and put together by Larson. Let's see. Um, well, I just have to say that. Do what Jesus did, but at a fee. Yeah. What? Bob Larson offers Christians a do-what-Jesus-did club. According to his official website, the program is meant for those who want to be a part of a special core group personally trained by Bob Larson to wage spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare, people. Like, you remember? Remember Reverend Scott? And, I, and it would be the freakiest shit if in his feedback, if in his segment, um, he had the wife swap. Christian oh, lady, yeah, right? that would be so fucking freaky because she's a spiritual warrior, right? Uh, Larson claims that belonging to the club brings the following benefits: uncovering the keys to unlimited spiritual success. So greed, yeah. right there, that's a cardinal uh, seven deadly sin. Transforming your understanding of the Bible and the supernatural, warping your view of what you already thought you knew. Discovering the missing link to the victorious, victorious Christian life by mastering the miraculous. That doesn't even make sounds sense. Sounds like masturbation. It was really difficult to say, so how much sense can that make? I want you to master the miraculous. However, while and then Jesus... Then you hear a zipping sound. <laughs> this is the miraculous. Come into the masturbatorium. <laughs> the masturbatorium, yeah. Yeah, I go there when no one else is there. However, when Jesus trained his disciples free of charge, one can only join Larson's program for a year after, quote, an initial gift of $199 and a monthly pledge of 150 over a 12-month period. So you got that, right? That's $200 plus 150 a month for 12 months. No, it's. I think it says $150 over a 12-month period. Is it, oh, my, and oh, okay, pledge. over a 12-month period? No, 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 that's right, a monthly pledge. A monthly pledge for twelve. Go right. fuck yourself, yeah. you that's asshole. That's an incredible that's amount of money. Eighteen hundred bucks, right? Plus the two hundred, right? Yeah. So two thousand so dollars. Yeah. Cockmunch. Certain individuals. Oh, uh, yeah. Certain individuals can quote join at a charter member introductory gift level of just one thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, which is the exact same amount if you spread it out, right? While a, quote, tax-deductible gift of 4000 qualifies you immediately as a charter member elite of the DWJD core group. That sounds like a wrestling <sighs> tag team. Clearly, this here, is not... Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, for the first, $4,000. 
Oh, I'm oh. the American Ozzy Osbourne. All I keep thinking is, um, oh, who is the uh, snap into a slim macho man, Randy Savage? Yeah. I'm gonna get the demons out of you. <laughs> like I can't do his voice, so fuck it. Um, but I'm gonna fuck you first. <laughs> clearly, <What? this> financially, <laughs> financially, oh don't oh worry. Oh my god, <laughs> it's all financial. <laughs> What's happening? Clearly, this is not what Jesus did. He told his disciples, oh. "Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out the cast out demons." Freely you received, freely give. Yeah, don't be a dick. The purpose of the DWJD Club is described as at the official Bob Larson's ministry website. In 1999, same year as Harry Potter books, God laid it on Bob Larson's heart to establish DWJD teams to carry on the work of healing and deliverance that grew out of the Spiritual Freedoms Conference. What? Since that time, teams have been raised up in more than 40 cities around the world. Wow, really? 40 cities around the world. Wow. I drove through 40 cities just to get here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) The movement is rapidly... I mean, it's not true, but it's ridiculous to say. (laughs) The movement is rapidly changing. You know what? The 501st is in like a thousand cities across the country, (laughs) across the world. Meanwhile, the, the folks at the 501st are going, well, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like we're in 40 cities in fucking Vermont. We just got to put some dude on a cross. And This movement is rapidly changing the face of Christianity and mainstreaming the ministry of inner healing and exorcism. Do you think when someone does exactly what they think Jesus would do, they turn around and go, ha, nailed it. <laughs> 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 no, like, no, because that's what that's what would Longinus do, yeah. <laughs> or Longinus, depending a, on how you. <laughs> that's a different club. <laughs> no, that's a hammer. <laughs> if I had a hammer, <laughs> I take these fucking nails out of my hands. <laughs> uh, hand. Anyway, this is bullshit. I'm sick and tired of this guy. Fuck this guy. So it it is the same guy. Yeah, it is. I am amazed. Guy. And look at him. He looks like some. I'm he looks like you, he dressed a, a homeless dude up in a in a priest's outfit. Inspired by their religious faith, the young women believe in Bruce Morrow. He's like he's like one eye wink away from being Buddy Jesus. You know who he he looks like? Um, Buddy Christ. Do you remember the um the 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 sidekick that Red Skull had in Captain America? Yeah. What's that dude's name? I don't know. He he looks like him, but yeah. like a real life version. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Funny. Inspired by their religious faith, the young women believe. We're back to the article. The young women believe loose morals are a prime cause of demonic possession and that promiscuity. Loose morals. They have any idea how long it took Ron Weasley to get into Hermione's pants? Nine books. This is, this is amazing. Ready? And that promiscuity can transmit sexually transmitted demons in the same way as physical infections. I know this for a fact because I once got demons all over my face. After a dance. Do you know how hard it is to get demons out of your hair? <laughs> Ask Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> you just will, have to cut that shit off. Demons will ruin your dress if you don't get it rinsed out quick. Oh. Do you know what takes out <laughs> demons? Some of this holy wine. <laughs> the red wine. No, it doesn't actually take them out. It just makes you care less. <laughs> 
British uh, filmmaker Dan Murdoch has spent six months getting to know the trio for an upcoming documentary. And has never stopped laughing. <laughs> he was found dead in his hotel room. <laughs> he died laughing. Teen Exorcists, which will be shown, shown on BBC Three. Uh, the last episode is him fucking all three of them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> They're all over In a devil I costume. I know. <laughs> You guys but see- this shitty devil costume. It's like it's like, <laughs> it's the, like the red hooded unitard <laughs> with like the little it's, Van Dyke he beard. Looks like John Lovitz playing the devil. <laughs> Get the pineapple. <laughs> well, Jesus okay. would fuck you in the ass right now. That's what would happen. <laughs> While filming, he joined them at work in the Ukraine, and afterwards in London, where he captured an exorcism meeting on camera, guided by their trainer. Bryn's father. Oh, shit, I could have just read through. <laughs> Bryn's father, so the Reverend we, Bob Larson. You know, you know what Jesus would do? Jesus would have read the whole article. <laughs> Every time I see the Reverend, I want to say Horton Heat after yeah. that. <laughs> the women are seen apparently, apparently, banishing a demon from Beth Rag, a former Anglican chaplain in London's East End. Yeah, she's not a mark. <laughs> Though Bob says he is guided by God and has, and has cast journal out... journal entry is on the rag. And has cast out more than 15,000 demons. Skeptics <laughs> claim he is preying on the vulnerable in a bid to sell his books, DVDs, and quote, crosses of deliverance, a tool of the trade. There's no also, demons could be reached for this article. <laughs> there's also... the Well, Lady Gaga did answer, but... It was just rambling nonsense. There's also the question of donations. While attendance at the exorcism meetings is free, the cleric requests a $200 contribution, 200 pound because they were in England, uh, for private sessions. Reverend Bob (laughs) compares his work to medical treatment because he has no concept of reality. And told the Sunday Express, people pay thousands to go on drug rehab or for, for a psychiatrist, but there is this idea that spirituality should be free. See, but there's because the, fucking Jesus said so. But you know, but but you know what though? Here's the thing: like the whole you know kind of quote unquote preying on people <laughs> with uh, with addiction issues and stuff like that. That's kind of shitty because they're weak yeah. and vulnerable already. They're going to cling to anything. To I'm, I, I am going to say that if you believe you're possessed, you are weak and vulnerable regardless of substance abuse. I'm sorry. Right? Uh, let's see. Though she believes her role as an exorcist is a divine calling. Oh, wait, no. Reverend Bob compares his work to medical treatment. He told the Sunday Express that it's not uncommon for a pastor in America to make up to a million dollars a year. I can assure you we are nowhere near that. So, what, he's above a million a year. Oh, my God. We got to start doing exorcisms. I could do exorcisms. All I need is a set of brass knuckles and a bottle of vodka. You play cock knocker. <laughs> Later, bitchy demons. Hey, if there was a god, would he let you smack? Would he let me smack you upside your head with my dick? <laughs> no, he wouldn't. All right. And now you have a concussion. What do you have to say about the that? Fuck out of here. Okay. Though she money. believes her role as an exorcist is a divine calling, Bob's daughter Bryn has decided to return to the states to study for a degree at Liberty University in Virginia. Isn't that um, whose whose fucking school is that? It's a crazy asshole, isn't it? I don't know. Let's see if any, anybody in the chat, let me know. Liberty University, is that, um, who's the who's the crazy fucking asshole that we always go back to? 
with his show where he leans forward into the camera. He's like, uh, uh, penises are evil. Penises are awesome. I What's love his my name? Penis. You know, the old dude that's not dead. I don't that's know. That's fucking crazy. That says that the, the gay people are responsible for tsunamis and shit. You know who I'm talking about. Who's tsunami? Uh, let's see. Discussing his documentary. Oh, ultimately, she hopes to work in international business. Discussing his documentary, Dan Murdoch admits that he has doubts about the teen's demon smiting mission. I don't believe in exorcisms, exorcisms after doing the documentary, but I do believe in the power of belief after what I've seen. That is the most reasonable sentence in the whole thing. I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe in me. <laughs> These two. Holy fucking shit. Good for them, but... Yeah, Pat Roberts. Thank you. Um, but who who runs that Liberty School? You're finding that out, right? I'm trying. Okay. And uh, before we end, where are we? We're at 146, which isn't too uh, bad. There was uh, there was this list, the unofficial Goldman Sachs Guide to Being a Man, and I wanted to go over some of this and and see what if you just agree or disagree with the points, or if they're even applicable. Okay. At at, uh, at 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 whatever age. What the what? So it says we've all seen and perhaps grown tired of guides and lists and lists that are ripe with tedious cliches and full of humdrum regurgitated what meme wisdom. Man, okay. For that very reason, uh, GS Elevator, in collaboration with John Carney of CNBC, presented oh, a fresh and hopefully thoughtful look at what it means to be a man today. So I thought we could go through the list real quick here. Uh, stop talking about where you went to college. I would agree with that. I don't. Nobody gives a shit. Always carry cash. Keep some in your front pocket. Okay. Um, rebel from business casual. Burn your khakis and wear a suit or jeans. Whatever. I mean, that's... It's okay to trade the possibility of your 80s and 90s for more guaranteed fun in your 20s and 30s. Okay, here's... This is, this is the precursor to um, my issue with the way this is written. This is written for a young person. This is written for a single person. This is not written for someone that, um, once they had kids, has decided and and understands that those tiny human beings are the most important things ever in their life. That's how I feel about about my kids. So um, I stopped smoking because my 80s and 90s are now definitely going to be more important than my 20s or 30s. Just saying. Uh, the best public restrooms are in hotels. Okay, I agree with that, that. That's good to know. Never stay out after midnight three nights in a row unless something really good comes up on the third night. Okay. They're talking to me. You will regret your tattoos. No, that is incorrect. Never date an ex of your friend. Okay. Yeah. I've I got no other. Join Twitter, become your own curator of information, or don't join yeah. Twitter because nobody gives a shit. If riding the bus doesn't incentivize you to improve your station in life, nothing will. And that's not necessarily true, but I can see where they're coming from. Uh, time is too short to do your own laundry. See, I would say learn to do your own fucking laundry. All right. When the bartender asks, you should already know what you want to drink. Uh, just like when you get to the front of a line anywhere, you should know what you want. If you perspire, wear a damn undershirt. Okay. You don't have to like baseball, but you should understand the concept of what a pitcher's ERA means. Approach life similarly. Uh, okay, fine. Whatever. Makes sense. When people don't invite you to a party, you really shouldn't go. Who does that? 
Who yeah, goes to know, parties right? they're not invited to? And sometimes even when you're invited, you shouldn't go. Fine. People are tired of you being the funny drunk guy. Absolutely. When in doubt, always kiss the girl. Mm. If you're single, yes. Yeah. Tip more than you should. Okay. You probably use your cell phone too often at the wrong moments. Everybody does. Yep. Buy expensive sunglasses. Superficial, yes. But so are the women judging you. This, again, is for a single person. Right. And it tells these women that you appreciate nice things and are responsible enough not to lose them. Yeah. You know who's taking these uh, these little bits of advice really, really, really seriously? A 22-year-old. Someone who wears Axe body spray. Yes. These could be written on the side of them. Yes. You know what I wear because it's funny? Drakkar. Drakkar Noir. Actually, Ellen really loves that because it reminds her of when we were in high school. Uh, If you want a nice umbrella, bring a shitty one to church. If you want a nice umbrella, buy a fucking nice umbrella. Don't steal one from church. I am actually of the belief that there are only about a thousand I've umbrellas. I've heard no. that, yeah. Fine. I got the red one. <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> well, three I've of them are in my house. I've never in my life bought an umbrella. I have found them and I've lost them. Yeah. They're, they belong to the universe. <laughs> Do 50 push-ups, sit-ups, and dips before you shower each morning. Each morning. That, that, that would be helpful yeah. if I would remember to do that. Eat brunch with friends at least every other weekend. Leave Rusty and Junior at home. I'm assuming they're dogs. Or mechanics. Um, be a regular at more than one bar. Or how about this? Don't. Then how are you not going to be the funny drunk guy? Exactly. Act like you've been there before. It doesn't matter if it's the end zone at the Super Bowl or in a private plane. That's actually good advice. Do that, yeah. Yeah. Pretend you're comfortable. Yeah. A glass of wine or two with lunch will not ruin your day. True. It's better if old men cut your hair. Yes. And then they talk about uh, the Mandarin Oriental Barbershop in Hong Kong. Learn how to fly fish. I don't like fishing, so I don't give a shit. No selfies. Okay. Own a handcrafted shotgun. Who wrote this list? Ron Swanson? Seriously. Although, the more you listen to it, you can picture him saying it. Yeah. There's always another level. Just be content. content Knowing (laughs) you are still better than the men who have... You're still still better off than most who have ever lived. I know. That's why I finished it for you. You can get away with a lot more if you're the one buying the drinks. Ask for a salad instead of fries. Don't split a check. Pretty women who are unaccompanied want you to talk to them. Not true. Not all the time. And they will let you know. Cobblers will save your shoes, so will shoe trees. When a bartender buys you around, tip double. That's like fucking common sense. The cliche is that having money is about not wasting time, but in reality, money is about facilitating spontaneity. What? I understand it. Yeah. But it's worded. Uh, and the next thing is be spon- yeah. spon- spontaneous. I almost said spontaneous. Mm which is not a word, find a Times New Roman in the streets and a Wingdings in the sheets. She exists. Fuck you and your font jokes. Piercing, <laughs> this one This one I honestly believe in and that's why I don't have them anymore. Piercings are liabilities and fights. True. Because I'll, I will tell you, uh, I stopped putting all the earrings in at the theater because I was the biggest guy and I was the one that people would go to. Uh, do not use an electric razor. 
Desserts are for women. Go fuck yourself. Order one and pretend you don't mind that she's eating yours. How about enjoy what you enjoy? Yeah. You know, if it's My Little Pony or a fucking hot fudge sundae, it doesn't matter. If you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself, who gives a shit? Buy a tuxedo before you are 30. Stay that size. One girlfriend at a time is, you can get rid of the word probably, enough. Stop with the hashtags. Your tie should be rolled and placed in a sectioned tie drawer. Always put a tarp down before you get out the baseball bat and put on Huey Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that one's not on there. Throw parties but have someone else clean up the next day. Yeah, way to be responsible. Mm-hmm. You may only request one song from the DJ. Here's the thing. If you're a man, you're not requesting songs from a DJ. I just, I just, some of these are just. This one I like. Know. This is one of the few that I like. Measure yourself only against your previous self. I'm good with that one. I'm 100% behind that. Take more pictures with a camera? What else am I going to take pictures with? A fucking matchbook? I don't know. Place dropping is worse than name dropping? Don't do either. If it comes up naturally in a conversation, yeah. fine. Um, when you admire, I, I had a conversation with, with my boss today um, about when I, when I go to Rock and Shock and I talk to directors and they find out that I'm a projectionist and they want to know, well, how did you do with my movie? And like, I didn't tell him the names of any people I talked to or anything. I, it was just uh, a, a thing where like, then we talked about Sweeney Todd and the bullshit that happened at AMC where their lamp light yeah. was too low and all that. But it's like, oh, anyway. Um, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. When you admire the work of artists or writers, tell them and spend money to acquire their work. You know what's really funny? Two weeks ago, I found the artist that did that DC bombshell stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, your stuff is absolutely amazing. When, 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 where's more? I, I'm like, I need the, yeah. for, is the Black Canary one going to be put on a shirt? Cause, you know, and he's like, I don't know, but I'm going to keep making stuff. But like I went out of my way to find him, and he actually answered me, which was awesome. Which is smart. Yeah. Your clothes do not match. They go together. Yes, of course you have to buy her dinner. That's If you don't know that, then <laughs> good luck. Staying angry is a waste of energy. I'd agree with that. I absolutely would, too. Um, and I like this next one. Through the... Through the one. <laughs> I'll get to it in a second. Through the course of doing the show, I've gone from being angry about everything to... Being kind of mellow, except when we talk about those dumb girls and Bob Larson, um, mm. because and I am so much. I don't get headaches as much anymore stuff as I you used don't to. Care about it's I'm just telling psh, you. I've been there, it for years. There, Apathy is liberty. There bitch. was a bunch of stuff on Facebook that I see, and it's like it's stuff about like autism and vaccines or the nine yeah. eleven. Like the building was a demolition, blah, blah, right. and I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. You guys can have at it. Revenge can be a good way of getting over anger. It depends what it is. If she expects the person you are 20% of the time, 100% of the time, then she doesn't want you. All right, whatever. Yeah, I'm married. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Always bring a bottle of, of something to the party. Here's a hint. Bleach is not acceptable. <laughs> Avoid the, quote, last whiskey. You've probably had enough. No. Okay. Again, <laughs> I don't think that you need to spend your time hanging out in bars. That's just me. Don't use the word closure or ever expect it in real life. 
There may still be a mortally wounded Russian mobster roaming the woods of South Jersey, but we'll never know. If you are wittier than you are handsome, avoid loud clubs. I do. That's fair. Drink outside and during the day and sometimes by yourself. Good advice. Eh, yeah, I can take it or leave it. Date women outside your social set. You'll be surprised. Okay, I would, I would recommend <laughs> that to people. If it's got velvet ropes and lines, walk away unless you know someone. Okay. You cannot have a love affair with whiskey because whiskey will never love you back. Feigning on pretentiousness is worse than being pretentious. Cut it out with the vintage polo and the 83 Wagoneer in Nantucket. <laughs> Here's one for you. The New Yorker is not highbrow. Neither is the economist. And I, would, I would agree with both of those things. Yeah. I've never said either of those no, things. No, I pretend that you're all like, pur, 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 but right, no, but it's just pretending. Yeah. I like this one. If you believe in evolution, which, fuck you, it, evolution isn't something you believe in. It's just a fact. It is. You should know something about how it works. Yes. No one cares if you are offended, so stop it. Right. Never take an ex back. She tried to do better and is settling with you. I'm going to call bullshit on this. Yeah. Because my ex is upstairs. She tried other Does people. Ellen know? No. <laughs> she tried other people. I tried other people and realized that I had already done and found the best person for yeah, me. I think things like that are just... There are too many situations... Yeah, I mean, granted, there are exes that are like one night stands or two week, two week affairs, but if you want something to work it, whatever, <laughs> fuck it. Uh, let's see. Eating out alone can be magnificent. Find a place where you can sit at the bar again with the bar. Read more. It allows you to borrow someone else's brain, and it will make you more interesting at a dinner party, provided that you don't intimidate the conversation with. So, who are you reading? Yeah. <laughs> Ignore the booze. They usually come from the cheap seats. Hookers aren't cool. But remember, the free ones are a lot more expensive. Don't ever say, and I am 100% behind this, it is what it is. No, I... I, I hate I, that phrase. I love that phrase. I cannot stand it. Oh. That is up there with... Well, that's because I'm a Pisces, or uh, that's karma. It's yeah, I understand it is what it is. Fucking articulate it better. Like, well, say, that's the thing. I mean, that, but that's the thing. I mean, some things are just so simple. They but just, no, that's that's like that's they just like be what they be. to me. <laughs> wow, you sounded like that dude from uh, Sesame Street. Um, uh, but it's like one of those conversations to me. With certain people that I used to talk to that I, I don't I don't talk to anymore, it was it was used as a conversation ender. Like, you know, if if it's a work thing, it's like, oh, I wish we could like update this so that it, it's a little better and like it's more interactive or it's easily e easier to navigate. Well, it is what it is, which is basically shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk about well, that. That that's another. When thing, you yeah. do it, it's it's different, and I understand. Yeah, but other people use it as I'm bored. Would you cut the shit? <laughs> so that's why I don't like it. 
Start a, a wine collection for your kids when they are born. Add a few cases every year without telling them it'll make a phenomenal gift in 20 years. What the fuck am I, a Kennedy? Fuck you. Here's the thing, though. Can't drink till you're 21, so don't give your kid alcohol when he's 20. Don't gamble if losing $100 is going to piss you off. Don't gamble, because you can get easily addicted to that. You know what you do? I took I took $100 into a casino in Atlantic City at one point. And I walked out with 175. I felt like I was like king of the fucking world <laughs> because I left with more than I went in yeah. with. Like I won. Uh, okay, that's how I am with restaurants. <laughs> Remember, I often leave with more than I. <laughs> and this is the last one. Remember, rules are for the obedience of fools and the guidance of wise men. So I shouldn't pay attention to your list, is what you're telling me, right? Ah. Hmm. <sighs> So, yeah. Oh, I'm still doing that stuff behind all that. I should, I should have stopped that. <laughs> it's definitely going to interfere yeah, with this. Seriously. Um, all right. So let's do feedback. All right. Okay. We got this. Hey guys. Yeah, it's Rick again. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> So I've just been churning through the episodes. I've been listening to about three a day. Wow. Because I'm just at work. I can just listen to them all day. And then, uh, Anyway, uh, <laughs> I got back to this episode where you read some feedback about saying the N-word and they, they oh, were yeah. offended by the use of it. And you guys kind of were like, yeah, we sorry about that. We won't do it anymore. And I thought, you know, that's pretty nice of you to do for someone who listened to the show for a long time. You know, um, I've actually got a request myself. If you can refrain from saying uh, MF, um, I find that offensive. MF, of course, being modern family. (laughs) So uh, if you can avoid saying that, that'd be be great. All right, thanks, guys, uh, because it really deeply offends me. And, you know, I know how understanding you guys are. So thank you in advance for refraining from using the MF word. All right. Have a great show. This is Rick and stuff. Bye. Okay. That was funny. I was going to say, holy shit, he's not going to like the first segment. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) A little too much to talk about kick-ass, I guess. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. we We don't really do TV talk at all anymore. Because yeah, we're well, on way bad. different schedules yeah. with with what we watch. So, however, I mean, however, did you see John Stewart's like comeback on no. uh, the Daily Show? It was pretty funny because yeah. they they played around with his beard and shit, and it was no, that's fun. It was kind of like how American are they going to make him and stuff like that. That was uh, that was pretty pretty clever. I liked it. Um, oh, you know what? I just I need to check something here. Um. Nope. Nope. Christians claim persecution after Patriots cut Tim Tebow. Uh, Apple sends colorful invite. Oh, fuck them. I just wanted fuck to make Tim sure Tebow. that I had that because I every once in a while I'll throw a I'll throw a link up in the uh, in the uh, the fucking bookmark toolbar, whatever it is. I want to make sure any of it was interesting and none of it is. So oh, I'm going to clean it out tomorrow. I just did some weird shit to my arm that fucking hurt. Wow. Maybe this will make you feel better. Uh, what else we got? Anything good? Uh, 
I don't know what your definition of good because I got terrible. Gee, thanks for the great segment <laughs> intro. You're welcome, Scott. That was fucking awesome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Oh, you look tiny. Yeah, I get a lot of that. (laughs) Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Guess what tonight's segment of Last Rites is all about? I have no fucking idea. Well, you and me both, brother. Doing this on a Wednesday night has me all out of sorts. But it's important that I send you a segment because we can't be having people listen to you guys and not me too. Who the fuck does that? I don't know. Exactly. No one does that. It's just not an episode of Are You Serious Without Some Last Rides. If I did forget to send in a segment, people could see on your faces how horrified you'd be because <laughs> luckily you use a webcam. So at least they see that shit's all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, tonight is luckily not one of those nights. So what should I talk about? I first thought, should we talk about Syria? The answer is no, we fucking shouldn't. Fair enough. I already talked about Ben Affleck being the new Batman, and there's really no new Star Wars news to speak of. I guess there's nothing more to talk about. All right. Thanks for coming, everybody. All right. Yeah. Hold on there, Frank. You don't get off the hook that easily. I did see a theatrical trailer for the remake of RoboCop lately. Oh, Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. And I'm cautiously optimistic about it so far. I won't mention details, but there are a few little things that were obvious nods to the fans. But they were also trying to put their own spin on the look of the movie. Mainly with the fact that the RoboCop armor is now black. And apparently he was very badly burned as opposed to being blown to pieces by gunfire. My main concern is, will this be a hard R for violence and gore, and will it have the same sarcastic dark humor as well? God, I hope so. Because if not, fuck you. Fuck me? No, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking about the movie. Never mind. I'm just going to move on to telling everyone about all the great things that are going to be on the next Are You Serious? Tune in next week when Chris thinks back about himself as a little kid. That kid was stupid. Chris almost has a point. What the fuck was my point? The guys discuss their favorite pickup lines. Have you ever smelled dead flesh smell? Frank talks sex and gets detailed and very specific about how much he likes it. Yeah, I like that more than... Um, other stuff. (laughs) Chris finds out that the first time Frank used a toilet with a bidet, he ended up using it as a water fountain. I did not know that, and that is vile and disgusting. (laughs) Chris and Frank discuss masturbation techniques. But you gotta get your whole thumb on there, it can't just be the tip of your finger. Well, I don't know. And you would have to, would you use the same finger all the time? It depends. You'd have to. And finally, Chris tells Frank about how he had to personally fix his favorite sex toy after he broke it. I had to glue that strap on. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) All that and much, much more that will likely offend you. But until then, peace and love, guys. Having having uh, relations, if we want to go all nutty professor on the okay. th- on the thing, um, with children <laughs> is near impossible. I found in this house. Yeah, it should be. I don't know what the hell just happened there. 
<laughs> yeah, that was worded incredibly bad. Fraser. Oh, man. Uh, James in the chat, I think he just pulled a, uh, not just, uh, let's see, 53. It's like almost uh, 20 minutes ago because we've been going mm-hmm. and I haven't had a chance. I think he's pulled a, a Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey reference on us. Because he says, Colonel Mustard did it in the conservatory with the revolver. And I think that's William Sadler's line from really? Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you, everybody, for being in the chat. You see, I advertise it a little bit and people yeah, show folks up. Yeah, some time. I think that's yeah. great. Next week, we might have to go a little bit earlier on Wednesday because I have to open Thursday, okay. I think. We'll so. see what the week brings. Uh, but definitely, we'll keep it Wednesday as yeah. long as possible and uh yeah shit's gonna get weird in my life yeah. in the next few days what um what are you picking for number one what's coming out this week i don't know oh excuse me because we got our movie thing we all uh, picked uh not everybody Riddick. i don't think everybody picked it did they no, everything okay. yeah every I, well no because he said if you're getting this yeah that's yeah I, I, I know a couple it. little things that come out. Yeah. but So you think Riddick will hold on to number one? I don't know. What else is coming I out? I have no idea. Anyway, why don't we, why don't we, why don't we end this? Uh, congratulations again to Angie and Randy. Yeah, guys, congrats. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. And uh, it's areyouseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, do you have, like, you, do you use Twitter? Do you have an Instagram or any of that crap? Um, I do. Yeah? I have Twitter, yeah. What's your what's your Twitter thing? I don't know my name. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. My uh, my Instagram is c underscore uh, brick. And yesterday, I was posting pictures of me building uh, the print of Jerusalem. Yeah, um, I am at Frank Hauser. It's okay. all just one word. And I'm at OTC Chris because so. you know. So we got this. I got a little. Uh, today is obviously September 11th. I was fortunately incredibly busy at work today, so I didn't have time to think about panicking, which was great because uh, it's been a little stressful year in Boston. You know, the first show, like we didn't sell tickets until like three minutes after Man. the hour because no one was was in the building, pretty much. Um, it's, uh, it, it hasn't been, it hasn't been the same since April. Yeah. And, uh, that's okay. Cause what can you do? Yeah. Right. Now school opens so. up. Oh, we didn't yeah, even talk about on. the first day of school with the, with my kids going to school. Let's give it a whole week. All right. They went Friday. They've gone Monday, Tuesday. And what the hell? Today's Wednesday. They've done that. They're exhausted, but they're loving it. Excellent. Um, That's good. They, however, I I will say this before we end. um, Other kids are fucking wild animals. Yeah. I don't know know if it's the same where you are, but there are definitely some people, and I have since taken the the website address because I had the website on the back of the car Mm -hmm. because, like, any advertising is good advertising. Mm. I've taken it off the back. So now I can like say this shit because nobody's gonna know. Right. There are some absolutely just feral children running around this fucking playground really? after school, like to the point where like Ellen is right. ready to after like school? smack somebody. Yeah, after school. Yeah, after school. It's it, it's interesting because I I find that 
Uh, it's just because they've been sort of restraining themselves yeah. and really, really focusing on behaving and keeping their yeah. shit together. Once they come out the door, that first half hour after is just like a fucking release. They're just, they're just, so they're just, just yeah. I mean, inconsiderate. That's, when just, I when I do when I do classes at at schools after school, the first fifteen twenty minutes are really tough because yeah. they've been sitting and they've been still and they've had their shit together. The whole day, yeah. so they need some time to just sort of adjust and shift their gears to something that's. I mean, when they're out after yeah. school, they're just running crazy. But they come to yeah. my class and they're like, "Okay, uh, we got to sort of focus a little bit." So right, right. Um, I usually do a game that gets them moving or something like uh, that's that. That's good. The girls definitely don't like how the older kids behave, yeah, like the fourth and fifth graders. Because well, that's. I mean, it's a whole different. You know, they're not used to this many people. Yeah, definitely. so. It'll be but interesting to see where they are they're getting you know, a couple there. months from now, yeah. how they're feeling. So. Yeah. We we talked with Ripley about, um, I, I can say this on the show, we didn't say it like this to her, but like, don't be a doormat. If if boys tell you, no, this slide is only for boys, what I want to tell her to say is, fuck you, get out of my way. Not there are other ways to... Third grade yeah. will do that. But <laughs> what, I, what I told them to say, I said, here's the thing, with bullies... It's the best way to deal with a bully right now. You know, I didn't want to say at your yeah. age. So the best thing to do is to confuse them for a second so you can get away from them and get past them. Yeah, or just walk away. So, so if, if a boy says to you, this slide's only for boys, you say, can you show me where your name is on this? <laughs> or I don't see your name anywhere. Or, oh, hey, congratulations on buying a slide. You know, shit like that. This slide doesn't have a dick, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, looks more like your mom's asshole because it's one of those round enclosed slides. Hey, get the fuck out of my way! I want to re-experience the birth canal. But like, kids will shove past them because we've taught them to be polite. Yeah. But now it's the point. It's it's that roadhouse point. I will be polite until it's time to not be polite. Right. But they're only five, and all of these kids are older yeah, than them. Yeah, they'll be an adjustment. They'll be fine. Yeah. Ellen was ready to like start smacking heads together, and I'm like, "You got to calm the fuck down, because they have to learn." I said, "Remember when we got out of school and it was, they just opened the doors and said, yeah. get the fuck out of here.' That was the end of school. Now there's a parent for every child. Yeah, I don't like it, really, because I don't think that the older kids need it. I mean, I was riding my bike to school you know in like That's, fourth grade, but it's a like, Times are different. B, yeah. it's... But, but why? It, but, but why are times different? Because the media says that someone's stealing a kid every five minutes. But that's not fucking true. I know that, and you know that. But you know what? It's also... It's also... It's not for the kids. It's for the school. It's liability. It's the school's protecting itself. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And there are some kids, when they come out... There, Lily. All right? You know Lily. Yeah. Lily is one of the... <laughs> The smartest, most confident girls that that you'll ever meet. Yeah. All right. She is. She carries herself very well. But there are there are little things that Lily just needs a certain way, and one of them is pick up at school. Okay. Yeah. And it's just it's just little little things. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, especially with with you know much younger kids, it's yeah, we're gonna make sure that everyone's got a somebody and plus you know then the, the there's the dark side of it you know there's custody battles and shit like that you know i want you there were the, when 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 we were kids really it was any adult mm. yeah i'm chris's uncle 
Yeah, we're yeah. gonna go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, when, they need they need photo ID. Yeah, and we have to yeah, tell until, them until yeah. until they get to know you and stuff like that. So, and I guess it's up to third grade. They have to be picked up, yeah. and then past that, they can leave on their own, yeah. which is okay. Because at eight years old, they they should be able to walk from here. You know where the school is to yeah. just to just right there. And there is actually a way to walk where you don't actually even go on a main street. It's all back streets, and then a cut through cut through the woods real quick. Middle of the day is not a problem, yeah. but part of it part of it is, part of the aggravation I have is that no one knows how to organize this shit it's just fucking there's blue lines on the ground and it's just craziness here's how it should work there should be a blue line and a dotted line next to it and a blue line and a dotted line and a blue line and a dotted line kids line up on the blue line parents line up on the dotted line right now parents are scattered like a fucking yeah. starscape but you know what and it's like after but but you know what though it's after school in a way doesn't matter. Kid no, this is parent, this is in the fine. morning when they go in. Like, like we showed up a little early the other day, and they wanted to play because the playground's like right, right. It's the the swing set gym stuff all there. I'm like, put your bags on the on the on the line, yeah, and you, let's get your coats off. And then by that time, you yeah. know, it was like they looked around and everything. But like, no one else has bags on the line. It's like you all you fuckers went to school, but you know how to stand single file. You understand this shit, like. Why am I the reasonable one? Why am I like, put your bag down so you're in place. Don't get out of line till the teacher dismisses you. It's like, parents, stand the fuck over there. And another thing, that playground needs a monitor after school for a half hour. They need somebody there to say, hey, asshole, don't climb up the slide. Get the fuck out of there. You're done sliding? Move. But that won't Move. happen. I'd fucking do it. Give me a whistle. Give me a whistle, I'll blow the whistle, I'll say, don't climb up the slide. Because you climb up the slide, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a fucking foot in the face. And you know what? They won't do that again. Yeah, but then there's a lawsuit because the kid got a fucking foot in the face. That's what they want to go, they, that's what they don't want to have, right? Here's the only, here's, here's, here's the plus to, to the whole, to the whole, me being involved in the school. Um schools generally contract out or whatever they do they get they get the uh the museum to do like visits in the mm-hmm. school you've you they've had them yeah i can sign up to do a gse a guest service experience oh, where yeah. i help another department yeah i did two schools one in like wellesley and one in another place and it was just help load the stuff in and out not actually help with the presentation or anything when they do the peabody when they do the center school one i'm assuming it's for the whole school you know, yeah. So, I will drive into work. The dude will all get. We'll get in the van. He'll drive me here, and then the thing is, I have to go back yeah. and unload the van, and then drive home. So it's like, but my my house is uh, it's right fuck. there. Yeah, it's like I can meet you. Yeah. It's like you know, give me a quarter day's credit for it because right. it's either you have to do two full days, so you can do four yeah. half days or two. You know full day GSEs. I like do membership stuff where I stuff envelopes and like put the passes in the thing because I meet other people from other departments that sign up for it and because I do shipping but I don't know who anybody is. I don't know where. So take this to the Gordon. I don't know where. (laughs) I don't want to look like an idiot. 
But I'll do that, and I will show up because I think at the back of their heads, if they hear Museum of Science, they're kind of going to expect me to be yeah. there because they're that age where they'll expect that. So I have to, regardless oh, of what day it go. is. I have to. I have to do. Even if I, I, what I did for one of them is I helped him load all this stuff for like the, uh, traveling theater of electricity. And I just sat in the back and played on my phone. Yeah. And then when it was time to pack up, we packed up and went. So, yeah, I looked through the uh, the list of stuff and nothing is scheduled yet. But I'm waiting for the uh, for the visit from center to the museum because if I'm there, it's like come into the booth. I will yeah, show yeah. you how this works, and you know that kind of thing. Oh, excuse me. And they they seem a little lenient, like if. I'm there, like, I might actually be able to say, oh, well, if you're going back for 2.30 just to dismiss them, let them stay here with me. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Then they could stay there for four hours. Read a book. But that'll be good because um, that'll be good when they're older because it's like, oh, you're 10? Here's my, oh, here's yeah. my card. Just walk around right. and, uh, you know, don't leave the building. But stay together. You know, walk around and, and see what's going on. So, cool. And I was thinking with the phone because they're doing the, all these kind of trade-in things and everything that are going on. I was thinking because we have an old iPod that Ellen doesn't use because she's got her phone. I was thinking of keeping this one at, and like stripping it of all of the in-app purchases yeah. and stuff like I did on the iPod, and just having that so they both have one at the yeah. same time. Uh, they have their leap pads, but that's educational, right. you know. It's, so it's funny. Like I'll catch him watching Bob's Burgers. I'll be like, "You got to watch that with us. Mm. We'll pick certain episodes." Remember the one I started with the uh, with the asthma inhaler with the man, yeah. What they love? That's their favorite episode. There was an episode of Archer. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'll show it to you when I show you that other website. You know, I'm not even going to tell you about it, but okay. I'll show you after. Was it the so. crossover episode? Yeah, they did it. You gotta oh, see it. I heard they fucking... were going to, but I didn't. I didn't know they actually did it. You got it. It's funny. Oh, good. You gotta see it. Good. So, all right, let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, I got some. Uh, I got some. Some comedian talking about uh, 9-11 war and terror type stuff. So, all right. uh, it's all your serious podcast at gmail dot com. And uh, have a great week, folks. Yeah, we'll be back Thanks next week. Thanks for all the and, folks uh, in the chat. Yeah, for coming. Yeah, a bunch of people showed up. That was awesome. Bye. And uh, we're a little early on it this week. Because we wrapped everything up. And thank you, Reverend Scott. That was uh, very funny. Horrifying, as usual. That's <laughs> what he does. <laughs> All right. That's it. We'll be back next week. And I'm still too early on it. What the hell? My sink's Bro, off for the whole soon. thing. Here uh, that's what now. she said.
still there? The war on terror, yeah. I think the reason I feel so strongly about, about the way we're sort of stereotyping ourselves into cartoon imagery is because it's not just us. That would be relatively sort of safe. But government and the military also think they're in a cartoon. They're also remaking themselves in some kind of grotesque, overblown image of reality. There was a time when, uh, when Hollywood used to try and look a bit like real life. But now real life tries to look like Hollywood. I mean, American soldiers, you know, they've, they've suddenly just got all this shit. There's so much stuff. They, they look like they're in a Ridley Scott movie. Suddenly they've got so much shit. They've got earmuffs with satellite dishes. They've got night sights, day sights, satellite and missiles coming out their edge, submarine up their arse. They're like Michelin men. When you see them deployed, it's always the same library footage. They jump out of the helicopter and they run a little bit and then they lie on the ground and look around. I'll tell you why they're lying down. They're exhausted. That's what's... Can't get any further. The problem is the military and the government think they're in a movie. Blair, Bush, they think they're in a movie. Consider President Bush's reaction to 9-11. Or 11-9, as perversely I still insist on calling it. What did he say? First speech after that world-shattering disastrous event. We're going to round them up and smoke them out. That's what he said. The heir to the Gettysburg Address. We're going to round him up and smoke him out. He thinks he's in a movie. Blair is he's talking like a Hollywood film. What was the first initiative? The first security initiative announced was air marshals. We will deploy air marshals on U.S. domestic and international flights. And Blair felt the need to follow suit. We will, if necessary, look into the possibility of air marshals on some of our flights. And we've got them. They've been installed. It was in the news a year ago. Finally, air marshals are in place on British and American flights. And for a little while, I was quite sort of, I was quite sort of pleased, really. I thought, well, that sounds good, actually, because I do a lot of flying. And quite frankly, if I'm on a plane and some insane maniac wants to try and fly into a building, I would love Bruce Willis to rear up from the back of economy and kill the bastard. But it's not going to happen like that, is it? Think it through its linguistic garnish. Air marshal. Exactly what would the job of air marshal entail? It would entail sitting on a plane. In economy, because you have to sit at the back to get yourself the depth of fire. It's no good being at the front. You'd have to jump up, get past the drinks trolley, fastest business class toilet queue. You'd be too late. So, the air marshal sits at the back of economy on international flights every day of his working life. How do you feel after one long-haul flight? This bloke's going to do it every day of his working life, and statistically, there is a minute chance of him ever encountering a single terrorist incident. Exactly what caliber of security operative do you think this job is going to attract? Not Bruce Willis, I hasten to add. Scarcely James Bond at the front of the queue. I think probably the bloke who stands outside the door at Dixon's more like. How the fuck would you deal with a terrorist after 20 years of sitting in economy? He'd jump up, he'd fall over his ass, went to sleep decades ago. His arms crammed down between the two seats. He's looking for his peanuts. He doesn't want to lose his place in the toilet queue. It's insane. We actually believe the bullshit and its language that's deceiving us. Linguistic garnish. The very phrase, war on terror. We buy it. All the news organizations say it. The war on terror today, developments in the war on terror. As if that means something. They've uncritically accepted this ridiculous phrase. Because it's not really a war. Not the war like we used to know a war. I mean, wars used to be, if you had a, the biggest army, you tended to win. I mean, we've got the biggest armies, but we're, we're not winning. 
I mean, it wasn't even declared properly, was it? I mean, it wasn't like World War II. There was no Chamberlain moment when Tony Blair declared war. I am speaking to you from the cabinet room of number 10 Downing Street. This afternoon, Her Majesty's government issued an ultimatum to terrible people everywhere, <laughs> informing them that unless they undertook to stop being terrible by 11 o'clock tonight, a state of war would exist between us. I have to tell you that no such undertaking has been given, and therefore this country is at war with terror. And what are we supposed to do? Because we have a part to play. Oh, yes. We've got to be vigilant. It's the blitz spirit. Every station platform has the same security advice. Be alert. On the same electronic sign that says all the trains are fucked. Security advice. Be alert. I use railways a lot. I commute from Sussex up to London. Seven in the morning. Commuter train's been cancelled. We're all stuck on a platform. Hating the world. Be alert. We're having trouble being alive, for fuck's sake. What do they want us to do? Security, be they might as well say health advice, discover a cure for cancer. There is as much chance of us doing that as spotting a terrorist on a crowded block. What do they want us to do? Oh, he looks a bit sweaty. Let's lynch him. <laughs> and sometimes they, cut, they up the ante. They say, oh, oh, the, the, it's gone from green to red, from near to near and present. It's gone from near. Oh, so the police are inquiring, please increase your alertness. Oh, we're making a big effort that day. Oh, we're all down the station. Oh, I'm making an extra effort. Yesterday I was just nearly alert. Today I'm presently alert. I'll tell you what I do. I, you know me. I like a bit of space on a train, yeah. I've always admitted it. I like a double seat, double seat. Gotta get a double seat. I'll tell you what I do. I just look for the nearest skinny Asian youth. I hang out with him. We get plenty of fucking room. No problem. I'm going to get myself an extra off Coronation Street. Give myself a nice Asian lad. I'll wrap a tea towel around his head. Give him a rucksack. We had a whole fucking train to ourselves. We'll be wandering around an empty station. It cost me 40 quid a day, but I get all the free baguettes I want off the upper cross stall. There's no one there. And in the meantime, during the period where we are being alert, in the actual war, the war we fought on Iraq before the war on terror began, we lost more soldiers to the Americans than we did to the Iraqis. It was called friendly fire. If ever there was a piece of obscene linguistic garnish, that is it. Friendly fire. Uncritically, that phrase has been taken up. Uh, two uh, British soldiers were killed by friendly fire this morning. What does that mean? Friendly fire? Well, it means the bloke doing the shooting didn't mean to kill. That doesn't make it friendly. Sorry, mate, I was just being friendly. No. You don't hear anyone talking about being knocked over by a friendly car, do they? A village in India asphyxiated by a friendly chemical leak? No! It's criminally irresponsible fire. Incompetent fire. That's the phrase they should use. Then we know how out of control we are. Look, I'm not having an easy pop. For goodness sake, those soldiers out there are living in hell. You wouldn't want to do the job in a fit and they have nothing but my sympathy. But we do have to face facts. We've lost control. If the American military can't spot the British military in battle, in uniform, on the same side... How are we supposed to spot a terrorist at Euston Station? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've got 20 minutes. I'll see you back here then. Thank you. That's all you get, jerks.